Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. It's a me, a man that got see him. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Excitement time. Clam down. Clam down. Clam down. Clam down. Pirates are going dancing, baby. They picked us last. They picked us last. And now we're going dancing. We're going dancing. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a lovely Thursday. Great day for baseball in Greenville, North Carolina, and the Pirates are taking advantage of that right now as we come on the air. East Carolina with a 7-0 lead on UCF as they play in the top of the fourth inning. We'll tell you how it got to that score. Coming up on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live right here on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And soon we will be on YouTube and Facebook Live as uh, had a uh, little mini watch along a moment ago watching the Pirates take on UCF. And Chandler is getting the stream boosted right now. So you can check us out on YouTube, Facebook Live. Chime in there with what's on your mind on this Thursday. Coming up on today's show, we will continue our look at ECU's 2023 football schedule. We have been looking at the opponents each week and ranking them in different criteria. Today, we will rank the easiest games for ECU to the toughest games. Easiest to toughest on the 2023 football schedule. And, uh... We'll see if we all did our homework on that, and uh, we'll chime in momentarily. Brandon Manning, former Pirate, will join us at 4 o'clock with our Farm Bureau Insurance ECU baseball report, and uh, we'll watch some baseball with Brandon Manning coming up and play Name That Sound in hour number two of the show as well. Billy Weaver will join us at 5 o'clock. We'll talk about everything going on in the world of sports. And Brian Hanks, Mr. Kinston, will join us in hour three as well. He recently had Dontres Styles on his show if you don't know Dontrez Styles former Kinston Hooper went to North Carolina in the transfer portal and as of about an hour ago was at Clark LeClaire Stadium visiting here in Greenville with Mike Schwartz and the basketball coaches they are trying to uh, get his services for the upcoming basketball season. Dontrell Styles, uh, I believe, will be making an announcement on Sunday. We'll talk to Brian Hanks more about this, who has more details on it. But Georgetown, uh, NC State on his list, along with East Carolina, where he made an, uh, a visit today to Greenville and to Clark LeClaire Stadium. So we'll talk about that coming up in hour number three of today's show. Shirley Rhodes is here. Chandler Honeycutt is here. Ellerby is to my left. Hello, everyone. Is it possible to make the transfer portal end in Greenville today for Mr. Styles? Uh, if they make a, an offer he can't refuse, he yes. could shut it all down right now. Maybe uh, move that announcement up. Why well, wait till Easter Sunday? You know, just go ahead and get the jelly beans out and announce today. Do it right. Uh, get on the PA mic and say, I'm going to play uh, basketball at East Carolina University. Or just drive down to the Pirate Radio studio. <laughs> Come in, down here and sit, say it. Sit in with Clip Brock. Yeah. Play, play, play uh, easiest to hardest game on the ECU football schedule. I got a bunch of hats. We could line up the hats on the uh, table and he could pick the ECU hat. Yeah. Do it just like that. So make it easy for him. Uh, but no, it's cool to have him here and uh, 
kind of reminds me of years and years ago the martin twins transferred from nc state and jeff lebo had both martin twins at a baseball game and i remember seeing them walk around and then pretty soon after that they decided to go to new mexico was it new mexico i thought it was like boise or somewhere i'm pretty sure it was new mexico or nevada they went to nevada. i'm pretty positive it was nevada yes <laughs> i knew it was somewhere <clears throat> not new mexico didn't sound right new mexico area <laughs> in, in the in the uh, western time zone they both went to nevada and they went to the ncaa tournament with nevada uh did not come here to greenville but maybe uh maybe this one will work out in the pirates favor what has been the biggest basketball portal get for ecu mm-hmm. akeem we... rich well portal yeah. or just transfer i guess transfer would be akeem richmond yeah akeem richmond or uh, miguel paul and um maurice kemp mm-hmm. which kemp i want to say was juco miguel paul was missouri um that whole era, i mean that team right there won the cit like we were portland before it was cool to portal um as far as the transfer portal that would only be a couple years old right so you'd have to say either de or i don't know i guess it would be quentin de right yeah uh jaden walker who came was a good point guard after javon small uh was out jaden walker came from iowa state so i would say that would be the answer as of right now current trivia answer yep jaden walker all right uh shirley chandler how y'all doing doing good good to see you good to see you hey uh lrb how are you doing good y'all on tape delay in there (laughs) (laughs) they hit the cough button no shirley good you're good i mean very good what a delayed response everybody's good just slow is it, is well, it, i mean I it is friday eve eve what did troy friday try to get eve. going baby, baby friday. friday yeah oh. and never never really took off yeah. yeah no friday eve friday eve it is getting a little uh senioritis here in the studio it's masters thursday we'll do a quick look in on the uh, buccaneer music hall leaderboard presented by dub buck at last check harold varner the third was tied for 12th two under par and as soon as this loads, I will tell you uh, what he is right now. Victor Hovland in the lead in Augusta right now. And Harold Varner third is sitting at one under. So he's bogeyed since we last checked. He is tied for 20th as they play round one in Augusta. Hey, top 20. Good so far. Uh, and he made the cut last year. So if he could make the cut, play into the weekend, that'd be fantastic. I am out on the Masters, don't care, because I'd never gotten a pool. We were going to do a Mully pool. He had a lot going on this week. Uh, no fault of his own. But uh, I'm not in the pool, and outside of Harold, I just don't care. Well, what if, I mean, if Harold makes the cut this weekend, will you not have Sundays, Easter, yeah. and all sorts of fun? I wouldn't say all sorts of fun. You, what's, what else are you going to have on your television on Sunday afternoon? Probably a little breeze. A little breeze baseball. It's also not too late to drive up to Virginia and play somebody place somebody to win it. Yeah, true. You get a bet in. Yeah. How about how about uh why don't you and uh Chandler do a little Chandler, wager? My name's Chandler. <laughs> don't don't turn into Troy now. Don't I'm, forget my look, name. Like I'm just saying, like at the end of day one, yeah. Why don't you take all the players with odd numbers and he takes all the players with even numbers? Ellerby just setting up a pool here for us. <laughs> yeah, I like when it's done go. for me. That That's way good. you that way you have something so whoever's in first place, you get third place, fifth, so on. And then Chandler will get whoever's in 
second fourth and whoever all right so baseball update seven nothing pirates lead on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the uh brandon manning will join us to watch and talk about some pirate baseball coming up later on the show we'll get to some football uh later on in hour one you'll hear more from mike houston and also uh donnie kirkpatrick i just saw uh we posted that surely on youtube so if we could get that between now and the next 20 minutes that would be helpful uh so we'll get donnie kirkpatrick his comments as well as spring is wrapping up lrb and uh it's going to be um kind of a uh a dull weekend it was supposed to be you know very exciting but the spring game goes on at 11 but it looks like the rain's going to be going on as well yeah and i talked to some ecu folks today and 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 i think they made the absolute right call of uh i mean there's no need to go through all the pomp and circumstance if if no one's going to come out a 90 percent chance of rain so i mean it's just i think they can build it around that april 28th 29th weekend with baseball if they get weather like uh we see today thursday in greenville uh it's fabulous and i mean you don't want to go through the trouble of cooking you know i mean it costs a lot of money to dish out all those pigs and stuff and cook all that food to go to waste so uh, certainly i think they can uh, redo it hate it for the football team that they won't get you know and for the fans that they won't get to really i mean you can still yeah go. you can go you can go i guess poncho up you know tell and, them coach and, we're, ha- we're having a game we're having a freaking game yeah, yeah. and so 11 o'clock you know and you know baseball doubleheader today <clears throat> playing on friday at noon but uh yeah it's uh it's not the way it's going but it's it's what is what it is and uh gotta keep going more from coach houston donnie kirkpatrick coming up in a little bit um we had planned to do our rankings ellerby for the opponents uh toughest to easiest games for ecu this year but um I think we're going to maybe table that for another day. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really have time to do our homework. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I'm sure Chandler, Chandler hadn't done any homework. All year. All year. So there's no way he's ready for this. So we'll just. Yeah, I uh, I forgot to tell you that I did it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a what a re- reveal by Chandler. Did you see a sheet of paper that said the 2022 schedule? <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh, man, I forgot. Yeah. Dude, does it really? No. <laughs> Y'all got me on that one. <laughs> you, you know no, how he I did likes, it. He likes, to, I did it. he likes to give scores of uh, games that have already happened. I'm proud of you, Chandler. I did it. I know. Congratulations. Hey, look. A, I feel like you're Ralphie from Christmas Story. A plus. Plus. <laughs> plus. Plus. All right. Chandler did his homework, so I guess we'll do, we all did our homework this time. Yeah um so how would you, you want to go toughest to easiest or easiest to toughest i think everybody? the bookend is going to be the easiest thing to do and then we can work our way through two through 11 after that that's just my opinion go easiest i think you could get the the, the easiest and the hardest out of the way right oh, right oh. at the beginning unless there's any disagreement okay i mean you want me to start i mean yes hardest michigan easiest gardner webb i have those as well everybody oh you're gonna be 20 plus point dogs at michigan and likely 20 plus point favorites against gardner webb and since uh, mr homework on the other side of the glass did it so i'll let you 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 go you go next wherever you want to go there chan um i'll go second easiest okay Uh, i'm gonna go tulsa okay new new coach phil montgomery out um they were five and seven last year remember that year they the conference last year they were ranked we had them on the ropes got screwed by the refs yes. they have uh fallen uh quite a bit since we saw that tulsa team um i have second easiest charlotte coming to greenville same thing you said new coach 
and first time in the american i have that as the second easiest game i agree with you new coach they went three and nine last year and uh mid-october so i just i just kind of feel like a home game in greenville that that's going to be a w for the pirates all right chandler want to change third <laughs> no no it's uh, his list that's right. my list third easiest i have a reason why charlotte's where they are on okay um third easiest i have which last time the pirates went there we got just plummeled plummeled we got destroyed absolutely plummeled but i have rice i have at rice as my third easiest game and i'm still nervous about it because Mm -hmm. of what you said going on the road anytime you're away from home is tough but i do have at rice as my third easiest and for that reason i cannot make a road game my third easiest game I think you got to go the home game after Thanksgiving against Tulsa because it is the home game after Thanksgiving and the home team should have an advantage, especially in that uh, banking on Tulsa with a new coach that uh, maybe they'll be limping in here with two or three wins and the Pirates can just have a fun senior day for the ECU Pirates. All right. Fourth easiest. Fourth easiest. And I, I, I hear you. I think that's a good argument. I, um, I'm listening to your argument there. Fourth easiest, I have SMU. It's on a Thursday night. Pirates have played great on Thursday night at home the past couple of years against South Florida a couple of years ago. Last year against Central Florida. Um, probably one of the best performances for the Pirates last year was on that Thursday night against Central Florida. Uh, Tanner Mordecai who is like a sixth or seventh year senior is being trans he's transferring to wisconsin so he's out um so i have smu okay fourth uh, or fourth easiest fourth easiest for me a team both of y'all have mentioned at this point tulsa so no need to go on uh further i have tulsa as my fourth easiest i'll go with uh rice as my fourth uh for a lot of reasons that uh you guys said it is the away game in late september but uh, rice coming in from conference usa hopefully the pirates have the american players that can be bigger faster stronger than the conference usa players all right chandler fifth easiest i have um actually this is a place where the pirates played last year but not against this opponent fau okay at fau uh that's the fifth easiest I have at FAU as my fifth easiest, and I don't think it's going to be easy. I think this is this is not like a murderer's row schedule, but I I, I don't see a ton of sure wins. I think we've hit on I think two maybe, potentially three or four. But at FAU should win that game, but on the road, who knows? They are my fifth easiest. Just just to be because i think these games are flip-floppable at this this spot but uh, i'm gonna go navy because the pirates do beat navy in annapolis they don't beat navy in greenville yeah and so uh, i'm gonna go with a new coach at navy who was there under uh ken niamatololo for for a long time as a defensive coordinator but uh, I'm, I'm gonna go navy coming off a four and eight season fifth easiest game for me is going to be east carolina the weekend before thanksgiving at navy all right uh chandler we're uh, about in the middle now sixth easiest uh the middle of the pack for me is the team that and the school that lrb just mentioned navy is sixth easiest on my I, new coach but i mean navy i'm they're always a tough uh a tough test 
all right i'm gonna go with marshall i've got navy a little further on the list just because it's always tough and uh, i think the marshall game is going to be great that's going to be a huge game is that week two yeah week yeah, two. first I've, time game you're likely going to be zero and one you don't want to start zero and two that is a monster game i'm not calling it easy by any stretch of the imagination but i do think there are tougher games on the schedule for ecu so sixth easiest i'm going with the thundering herd yeah and i just mentioned fau was my number six just uh yep just because of their coming in new coach coming into the conference tom herman a good coach though all right so now we go and they just went to the final four so they have that going for them <laughs> uh so this will be sixth toughest Se- seventh seventh easiest i'll start saying toughest though right Sixth yeah. toughest i guess so yeah uh my seventh is actually a team that you guys had high on y'all's list um this coach i think is going to have this team ready to play i think they're going to be very excited to be in a new conference this is a team and a program that had a good off season when it comes to recruiting and the transfer portal charlotte all right um i think charlotte's going to come in here i think they're going to have a lot of fans come to daddy ficklin stadium um i think they're going to be really excited to play us and they're going to give us our best so charlotte is seventh toughest all right seventh toughest i'm going with smu chandler talked about them earlier i just feel like they're a school even if they lose a quarterback they're still going to be high flying can spread you out put points up and east carolina has these games at home where it just goes south it happened last year with houston and i'm not saying the same thing is going to happen here but i could see this being a tough one against smu so yeah. i've got them seventh i got marshall uh in that slot uh it is going to be a must win must win game for the pirates but uh certainly a game right there in the middle of the pack that should be one of those maybe games i think it could go either way so that's why if you look at the games that are five six seven those should be your ones that uh you know maybe but but i'll go with uh, marshall there the seventh spot all right chandler uh my eighth toughest is a team that's losing a quarterback that was there for a while he actually bounced around in college football um it's uh, i think it's the first time the pirates are going to boone eight uh, app state is eighth on my list um very excited about that game but app state's always a, a tough opponent to play we saw it last time when they met in charlotte uh on my list eighth i've got navy i shouldn't have to explain why ellerby did make a good point that the pirates have been better on the road against navy than they have at home and by better i mean they've never beaten them here at home correct ellerby so they've got them a couple of times in annapolis i think they can get them again but it will be tough because it's always tough when navy and ecu get together that's why they are the eighth toughest on the schedule got uh, smu there i think uh right there they, they, they got a, they, they're trying to get to the pac-12 i think uh, smu's got a bunch of money they're throwing some nil money out there getting in the transfer portal in dallas i think they're gonna be a tough game it's at home but uh they're right there at number eight i think it could go either way though all right chandler ninth uh ninth is a team i'm very excited to be playing again because when i think about playing this team especially at home i think about dog fights i think about very crucial games in conference usa virginia tech no um I, it's it's marshall um i think they're going to be tough we are i think i, I think that they're going to come in here and i think it's going to remind me a lot of those those bouts that we used to have in the late 2000s and early 2010s so all right got marshall on my uh, on my list at nine all right ninth i'm gonna say tulane 
uh because it is at home i am not looking at a game against tulane like we're playing some top 10 team i think they are going to be more flash in the pan than they are more consistent winning uh what bowl was it cotton bowl i'd so i'm i'm thinking it'll be another i mean think about last year east carolina was in the game just couldn't get anything going offensively i think they play them better at home and that's the key factor here they're playing them at home so uh i think east carolina can beat tulane this season and i have them at ninth on my list i would not bet tulane is a 12 and 2 team again this year east carolina gets them at home the first weekend in november and i have I have the same number nine all right chandler number 10 for me is the beep beep the Roadrunners, utsa at the alamo dome very excited to be playing them but they were a top 25 program last year um so uh i think they'll carry that into this year's um season uh so i got utsa at 10 all right i got app state at 10 uh chandler talked about it a moment ago but uh in-state rivalry on the road maybe we get some pirate fans there in boone but um i'm interested in that game that's going to be a fun regional game and uh, i think it's going to be a tough game because they are always good and they showed how good they were last time these two teams met up on the field together so that is going to be my 10th easiest my third toughest game on the schedule for ecu 100 agree uh, i got appalachian and boone right there uh you know appalachian went to uh texas a&m and won last year but actually this appalachian team wasn't very good last year so i wonder they didn't go to a bowl game will they bounce back will they be better but definitely the third weekend in september it's going to be a rowdy crowd up in boone and uh the pirates are going to have to get in there and take the crowd out of the game and uh if they do what you talked about getting a must win if they're zero and two going to boone then it's really you talk about a really tough game it's yeah. going to be really tough but they get that confidence win against uh, marshall or even somehow rolling their two and oh which is possible but uh, i i think going to boone just with all the factors there is it's just going to be tough all right, and your second toughest Chandler behind Michigan is the Cotton Bowl champs. Hello, Tulane. I've got them eleventh. Uh, uh, they are they are coming to Greenville, but I think they're going to. Uh, Michael Pratt is back, I believe. All right. So Tulane, give me Tulane. I'm going at UTSA as my second toughest game on the schedule. Uh, new venue for East Carolina. Long road trip. They are they're a good football team um they are good at home that's going to be such a weird venue uh to just see ecu playing in a, a dome uh on television is going to be cool but uh at utsa my second toughest game it just i don't know at may Ellerby, maybe we can get a miracle in the mine shaft which you were at that game but i don't know i just have a feeling that's going to be like a late start and kind of um i don't know a loud crowd and just everything going against ecu it feels like it's going to be a tough one to win I would like to know what ECU's record is in domes because I think the home team, the Roadrunners, beep, beep, have the advantage on the fast track there. I just They were a good team last year. I know we won the uh, the bowl game against uh, Texas Tech in the in the Astrodome. Uh, we got uh, we lost the bowl game against Louisiana. How many? Uh, what's you know, the record against Tulane? I know when they played Carden the and them lost in uh, there's the Superdome. A there's a lot of times the Pirates got disappointed in the Superdome. I'm trying to think of some other dome venues that maybe the Pirates they. they, they uh, how they, about the Carrier Dome? The Carrier Dome. They did win one time in that magical '91 uh, season. They did win the Beefo Brady's Bowl in the Trop. 
down in Tampa or yeah. St. Pete. So good question. Uh, that that's a good uh, question as uh, the Pirates go October 28th. But I agree with you. That's the bowl. The game I have is number 11. And then uh, we all have Michigan as the toughest. So there you go. See what happens. When we do our homework. We have a nice, easy discussion. That was good. Yeah, we pretty, me and Clip are pretty much yeah on par. And then of course uh, our son in there not so much i'm still proud of the boy i am you, you put that up on the board big boy i want you to <laughs> put that on the, it, can I'll, you put it on the refrigerator I'll put it on the fridge yes. no doubt about it it's like perfect attendance day it's like, <laughs> like he, he he got uh got an award at school all right so uh we'll keep the rankings going we're running out of things to rank at this point but it's been a nice way to get through spring football we got a long summer so we'll try to continue to uh think of some ways to rank the schedule yeah uh maybe we've i don't know Mm, I got to think about this. Yeah. Rank their play by play announcers. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be real tough. Yeah. Real, real Well, tough. it's going to be easy for number one, Corey, Corey Glore. Yeah. Huh. And we just go from there. Do you know any? Let's see. How many other? The, the app guy's really nice. Uh, number two is uh, my guy Pete Medhurst from Navy. Yeah. He's a super nice guy. So uh, he was. Uh, the Tulsa, gets, Bruce Howard's nice. Uh, Cotton from Marshall will be near the top, at mm-hmm. or near the top of the list. So, uh, yeah, we know a few of them. Yeah. There we go. How about this? Maybe you make emails or phone calls to all the voices, and whoever calls back and whoever gets back to you the fastest will rank them that way. All right. That, that could <laughs> work, too. Looking forward this summer, we'll have our check ins with uh, all the voices and uh, get a summer football report on ECU's opponents, like we do every single year on Pirate Radio. And also, um, you know, still a long ways to go. LRB just coming off basketball, it's baseball season, but couple months now uh we feel still season we'll have that to is, get him back on man and what a magazine he's got to put together now with a transfer portal yeah. and all the, i mean like his job was hard before but the moving pieces to do in a magazine that you want to have out by july 1st man what a tough gig but uh still still a great way to uh spend the summer thumbing through that magazine the pirates keep the foot on the gas we got an rbi double by alec makarevich and it is now eight to nothing ecu as they play game one of a doubleheader at Clark LeClaire Stadium. So, Trey is savage cruising. The Pirate Bats hot, and uh, it has turned into a fun one so far at Clark LeClaire. They'll play game two 45 minutes after the conclusion of this one. Sounds good. You done, Ellery? Oh, I, is there anything else? I don't have anything else for you. A lot, lot more great guests coming up. Yeah, we got Brandon Manning coming up, Pirate Baseball uh, on our Farm Bureau uh, ECU Baseball Report. We've got Another edition of Name That Sound in hour number two. Billy Weaver will join us and Brian Hanks to talk about Dontrez Styles in studio. Had a great chat with uh, Mike Schwartz earlier this week. If you missed it, you can check that out. Facebook, YouTube, or download it where you get your podcast. But uh, Coach Schwartz, you know, Javon Small out, but is very excited about another year of Brandon Johnson, R.J. Felton, uh, Ezra Osar, and the guys improving. And then now... He's got to hit that portal pretty hard, and that could include Dontrez Styles, who was at Clark LeClaire Stadium earlier today, but we'll talk more about that with Brian Hanks later on in the show. Absolutely. A lot of moving parts going on in the world of sports these days. All right. Well, uh, Ellerby, we'll see you next week. Next week uh, on Tuesday, uh, the crew from the Downey's Wood Ducks is going to be here at 3 o'clock. They got uh, baseball in Kinston back this season. Uh, they're bringing some 
fun stuff for us to talk about on tuesday when i'll rejoin you guys all right sounds good we'll talk some pirate football when we return you'll hear from mike houston and donnie kirkpatrick on our flight by yingling ecu practice report got that on the way a diving catch by the ucf left fielder ends the inning but a lot of damage done pirates up eight nothing on a UCF on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Uh, check that. That's the second out of the inning. So Alec Makarevich stands on second with two outs in the bottom of the fifth. We'll take a timeout, come back, talk some pirate football when we return after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by pirate water get ready to party pirates go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure 21 and older only pirate water why be yourself when you can be a pirate now back to the show Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, uh, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. And for Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Okay. Yeah. All right, Brandon Manning and I talking television programs as we come back on here. Uh, Brandon asked, should he watch Ted Lasso? I said, absolutely, you should watch it. Should I, get on I that. was uh, told that I would thoroughly enjoy it, and it was right up my alley. I so, think so. I think uh, that's a good story. That's and what my not-twin twin said. There, it's even more dad humor than, than you like to break out sometimes, but plenty of dad humor for you. Nice. 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 Uh, pirates are rolling. We got a Josh Moylan three-run bomb to make it 12 to nothing as they play in the bottom of the fifth inning ucf back to the bullpen uh brandon you're gonna stick around until when this game's over uh well it looks like this is gonna be over beforehand yeah. and then i might have to check out to go to game number two but okay well i tell you we'll fine we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this hour uh talking football or at least this segment and then we'll dive into the baseball with you. Is that cool? I was talking football on the way here. Uh, one of the umpires uh, that's going to be uh, – I don't know if there's I mean, there's umpires and referees for football. It's kind of weird. But uh, he's my neighbor. And they, he said, yeah, we're still doing it tomorrow. I said, Godspeed. Oh, talking about Saturday? Saturday, yeah. 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 So he's going to be refing the uh, spring game? Yeah. I guess they go and get their practice and the uh, players get used to getting flagged. Yeah, uh, I reckon so. Do you? Uh, does this house get egged a lot or toilet paper? No, for being nobody. In a, uh, nobody. You uh, just outed him where he lives. No, not really. I mean, because <laughs> so they have like, they have like a whole bunch of people, and during the season he does like the sideline stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he and he gotcha. just does home ECU games. So ten four. All right, so uh, yeah, spring game going on. Nothing else going on this weekend. It'll all be pushed back to the April twenty eighth, twenty ninth weekend. Uh, including the equipment sale that'll be april 29th on that saturday at noon um well, i should yeah. your wife on way more entertaining than you are. <laughs> well she doesn't have a filter for her mouth sometimes <laughs> but i'm okay good old pirate language uh star man batting with nobody on in the bottom of the fifth inning two outs but pirates taking it to the knights 12 nothing 
the score. Mm-mm. That was not where he wanted to swing. And the inning is over. Uh, so let's get to some football on our flight by Yingling ECU practice report. Uh, don't just raise a glass, raise the bar. Flight by Yingling, wherever beer is sold, the next generation of light beer. And we heard some of Mike Houston yesterday, got a little bit more from that press conference from a couple of days ago. Here is Coach Houston. Is, is Josh Murphy, is he bag like holding the spring? I know that was something he was doing last yeah. year. He, he has held the spring. Uh, he's been out there uh, returning punts this spring. He and Javius Bond have been probably the two most steady punt returners. Uh, you know, he's done a lot. He has not been fully cleared just yet, so he hasn't had contact, but he's done everything else shy of contact and you know certainly you know it it crushed all of us when he went down during fall camp but you know he's kind of taken the adage of everything happens for a reason and uh has worked very hard uh to come back and he's an an older more experienced guy now just from you know helping out last year on the you know student coach side while he was rehabbing his knee so uh excited to get him back uh, back out there this summer what are your thoughts on um Mason Garcia potentially leading the team this weekend. Well, I mean, spring game, and then yeah. this might be the last time that everybody sees him before we head up to Ann Arbor. Well, just thoughts on that and what you expect from here to then. Well, I think uh, I thought Mason was uh, very strong on Saturday in our scrimmage. They had another good day today. Uh, I think he's getting more and more comfortable decision making wise in the pocket. Uh, I thought he made several, you know, just, you know, very wise decisions with the ball uh, in our team portion of the practice today. A couple of times pulling the ball down and taking off, uh, you know, a couple of times standing in the pocket and, and delivering very accurate throws. Uh, but uh, I think that every time out he, he improves just from experience. So, uh, you know, he and Alex will lead the two teams on Saturday. And Alex, I'm telling you, Alex has had a very strong spring. Uh, and he has been highly competitive in that room. And just, you know, the improvement of him from the fall uh, is, uh, is very impressive also. So we feel very, very comfortable with those two guys uh, where they are right now. There's no getting prepared for 120,000. Okay. No. And um, how do you kind of keep that pressure off of them but want them to succeed and, like, rolling through the summer? and have a successful season what pressure exactly i mean yeah. we have a great opportunity there's no pressure on us in that game so we're gonna go up there and play our tails off and go right at them so it's gonna be a fun environment to play in you know another uh staff adjustment uh is uh steve shankweiler is now in an official capacity as director of high school and alumni relations and uh you know, Shank uh, may be the most tenured coach, not at one stint, but between his four uh, in the history of East Carolina University. So, you know, nobody better uh, to be a guy that, number one, can be a liaison between the high school football coaches in the state of North Carolina and our staff. Uh, he will help coordinate our walk-on program. Uh, he will help uh, coordinate camps and clinics. Uh, and then, you know, Heck, probably half our alumni, football alumni, played for him or played when he was here. So a great guy to be a point of contact for our football alumni. It's something that um, 
you know, we've tried a couple times to, you know, really get a lot of guys reconnected. We went through COVID and that kind of disconnected us again. So uh, it's very important to me that, uh, you know, our, our letter, former letter winners, uh, football alumni, that they feel a connection to our program. And, and that's, you know, that's the reason we want Shank in that role. So uh, great to have him in that official capacity. So, uh, you know, for the football alumni out there, if you need tickets or whatever, call Shank. All right, there is Mike Houston and uh, talking about Shank at the end there. We'll get Steve Shankweiler on the show at some point to uh, to talk about his new role and, and what he's doing now. We saw him out at the Dale Murphy event. I understand uh, his wife uh, uh, I met her. She was a Braves fan when they were in Milwaukee, uh, she said. So longtime Braves fan, big-time Dale Murphy fan, and they were fired up to see Dale over the weekend. And Shank uh, looked to be in pretty good spirits. Uh a little more of the wear and tear and the pressure off now that he's taking a bit of a lighter role when it comes to on the field things, but is still involved with ECU football, and that is a tremendous thing uh, for sure. All right, uh, let's get a break in. We'll come back here from Donnie Kirkpatrick. Uh, Brandon Manning joining us. Brandon, starter for UCF, out of the game now. Ruddy Gomez, uh, he goes four and two thirds uh 12 hits 12 runs eight of them earned that's gonna hurt your era yeah he he uh he might not be in the top of the he's definitely not gonna be pitcher of the week in the ac no will not be getting that honor no so uh trey savage by the way still in the game strikeouts is he have? uh pitching with two outs in the top of the sixth and i do not have that k number available at the moment but i'll get that for you uh, we will take a Harold Varner look, uh, get an update on what's going on in Augusta, keep talking Pirate Baseball, and hear from Donnie Kirkpatrick when we return. Hour 1, Pirate Radio Live, back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go to IT expert since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any of your be- uh, business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All righty, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Bad news UCF back to back home runs. More bad news. Well, now he already spoiled it, but the no-hitter's over. Had a no-hitter going until those back-to-back home runs. Uh, but Trey Savage continues to pitch in the sixth inning. The good news is East Carolina is rolling. It is 12-3 over UCF as they play in the top of the sixth inning. Two outs. Brandon Manning joining us. We will talk more baseball with Brandon coming up. But uh, UCF got into a couple there, Brandon. Yeah, man. They uh, That first guy just put a stroke on it. I mean, that that hit a foul i mean a light pole out there that was pretty good that that guy right there to just finish one he was out in front just kept his hands back and you know got the barrel going and just got it out of the uh, car, so. i don't like that what's that what is that a spoiler is something bad about to happen this at bat because my stats are showing uh uh-uh. 12 to 4 
Oh, spoiler alert. And my ESPN Plus is showing 12 to 3. Are they about to go three in a row? Here's the pitch, and that ball is tattooed. Gracious sakes. Watch out, Coach Houston. Back to back to back, and now they only have to hit eight more to tie it. It is 12 to 4. Three straight home runs for UCF. Uh, yeah, it probably did. Shouldn't shouldn't have brought up the run rule. We did. I didn't mention the no hitter. Did anybody in here mention it? I, right. I didn't even know there was a no hitter going on. Good. That's the best best, policy. W- best way. See another one. That was a stroke right Oof. there. Barreled up. Yeah. And again, that's a breaking ball. A little hanger. Yeah. Um. Oof. Just crushed it. That was no doubt. That's definitely on the football practice field. Just spun one up there. So UCF uh, clawing back here. And it is twelve to four in the top of the six. Need a TO. When you uh, get a twelve run cushion, though, you can allow things like this to happen. We'll see. Is that it for you, Savage? He's having a meeting with Wilcox and Brandon, but I don't see any coaches. Uh, yeah, looks like I'm, they're probably sending somebody quick to the pen. Uh, can't use so many timeouts, so they probably got somebody down there working, and then the co- a coach will come out here in a minute. Well, Friday, you ever, you really haven't had to go to the pen that much on fridays i guess they're trying to continue that today but can't keep there he goes yeah there's cliff gonna go get him so brandon with the um i don't know does it change anything with your bullpen strategy when you have a double header and you're uncertain about a friday like what i don't know what if anything changes with that so with a 12 run lead i'm gonna let that guy stretch out a little bit you know and they looks like they tried to right they tried they tried i mean he's been throwing a lot of innings i mean he's been going six and some change seven i think he had a career high pitches his last outing yes yeah, so he had the 13 k you don't want to do it too bad but you you still got an eight run lead right now uh you go out there and you just collect outs that was a uh bryant ward who's with ucla he used to say that a lot you got a lead you collect outs you don't go out there for strikeouts you get ground balls you you know pitch to pitch to their bats let them get hits and maybe some ground balls double plays and get out of it and save your save your arms because i mean with bad weather you know we can speak to this in regional you know pass but we'll start pitching and you throw two innings and then oh here comes some rain and then that guy's already loose he's tightened back up he can't go back out there so now you got to have another whole guy ready to go so uh, i think we bring in somebody that's gonna get a few innings right here maybe a danny bill be a good one um i don't know if we use him this early in the in in the in the weekend but since there's three let's let danny just shut it down the whole game and go on about our business some numbers from patrick mason your savage exits with two outs in the six 98 pitches thrown and uh you do got to remember one day short rest so uh but had a no-no going with two outs before uh, all the bombage starting three straight home runs from ucf and the pirates will try to get out of this sixth inning with jordan little from mint hill six three tall fella big fella will be on the mound for ecu look at the hair surely uh let's hit a few minutes of donnie kirkpatrick here on the flight by yingling ecu practice report and hear what he had to say yesterday coach um saturday scrimmage what would you think of the offense uh, right I, I actually was very pleased with with the uh the scrimmage you know we've had a we've had a weird spring. It seems like Tuesday and Thursday, you know, it's been a struggle. It's been a fight out there, and you know, then on Saturdays, 
we've actually relaxed and went out there and played, made a, made a lot of plays, and haven't really turned it over, you know, which is two good things. Uh, we weren't maybe as effective as we were the first Saturday, but, uh, you know, I thought Mason really played well. I thought Alex played really good again. The running backs keep impressing us, and the offensive line, I think, keeps getting better and better. So there's some good effort. They're really playing hard. You know, the, co- the I was oh, having a little offensive meeting yesterday, and the kids were like, well, Coach, we're gamers. I think, yeah, that don't work. But uh, we we got to probably do a little better on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But Saturdays have been good. Hopefully we'll finish up with a third one this Saturday. How would you Bond, he is having a really eye-opening spring for us, I think. He's got really, really quick feet, and he runs hard. Very mature for a high school senior right now. So he's definitely gotten everybody's attention. I know that the offensive line loves him. That's always a good sign. The head coach loves him. That's the most important thing a little bit, you know. So we've been really pleased with him. He's uh, he's he's going to play. I mean, they're, they're, he'll, he'll be out there next year, I would say, yeah. Two new hires. I know Aaron's been yeah. in the offense. But like, all these moving parts under, under your room, how tough is it to get them? It's it's been the most difficult of all springs I've been through for that aspect. Now you're right, Aaron Hour has been a blessing because not only had he done a great job for us, you know, for three years, and especially last year as he moved into that analyst role and we gave him a lot more responsibility. It's it's been really nice to have somebody in there that also knew, you know, what we're doing, knew our system inside and out. Because even Ray Juan has only been here one year, and now he's moved to running backs. So, you know, when you're in your first year coach receivers, you're, you're just trying to get the receivers, trying to get all that stuff down. So he went, he didn't pay much attention to the running backs. Now he's got a lot of experience coaching the running backs, but just not in our system. So Aaron's been a blessing, no doubt about it. What we're fortunate, though, is we hired really well. We, we were really lucky to get great personnel here. Uh, obviously, Coach Mulgridge is doing a fantastic job, and he's bringing a lot of energy. And he brought the guy we call Mackie with him, and I think he's dynamite. He's another great young coach right there. We're, we're really blessed to have him. And then Darrell just got here, literally got here Thursday and didn't know anybody's name, and we just kind of had him sit in the, the meeting room. It was kind of nice. Ryan McManus was able to have been activated, and Ryan's a football guy. He's a coach's kid, so he He's able to help us, you know, because I don't have the time right now just to sit down and teach all that to them because, I'm, you know, we got too much going on. So hectic, trying to figure it out. Every day out there in practice, something happens, and then I go, uh, we ain't talked about that yet. You know, it's something that when you've been together for years, everybody's on the same page. But we'll get there. You know, we'll catch up in the summer. I think we'll make up for it with a lot of great enthusiasm. I got some coaches got some juice on our side now. So we're going to be running them down. They're going to have to play hard. Is it good to have, I don't know, different perspectives come in? I mean, obviously you're going to have your offense, but yeah. Coach Mogridge maybe bringing some different ideas, that sort of stuff. I, I do think that's another great point that you're making in that that's a saying. When I worked for Mac Brown, when I back my his first head coaching job at Appalachian, he, he had always said that, that it's good for the staff to turn over uh, because you get new ideas and you get stale and then you only know what you know unless somebody else comes in. So I've always believed that, you know, five to eight 
minds is better than one, especially when it's my mind. So, you know, we have a saying in the offense room that, you know, on our ship, everybody's got a row. Nobody rides for free. So I make them bring something to the table. You know, uh, I know I have to make the decisions like that, you know, but I want their ideas. And I, I think that uh, uh, Coach Mogers has definitely brought uh, some new ideas, some new ways of doing some things. Uh, and I think Dyrell will, too, in time uh, as well. Aaron had already done that coming from Georgia. He had brought some ideas to the table. And that's probably how he worked his way up the ladder. With right tackle, it feels like it's a big spring for Stribling. How has he kind of come along in his fourth year in the program? Or he's been in the yeah, he's been here for a while. And, you know, Walt's always gotten a lot of opportunity in the spring because you're always got somebody injured or somebody just graduated. And now he's been left, he's been right, he's played a little bit of guard. He is, without a doubt, having the best spring he's ever had. And I think he is gaining some confidence. You know, he's still going to be challenged next fall. You know, that's one thing you, you learn when you go off to play college football. You learn spring practice, the depth chart, doesn't necessarily just stay that way. You have to be good enough to keep it that way. And so he'll get some competition in the fall, but I do think he'll be in the depth. He, he is really starting to show that he can play for us. Donnie Kirkpatrick talking a lot of O-line there, some coaching changes and personnel changes as well. We saw Noah Henderson out at Pro Day, and uh, you do have some returners to that O-line, but that's going to be an interesting position, a position that is still being filled in, as we found out yesterday. Uh, just got a new commit from the transfer portal, an Akron O-lineman uh coming into the program so interesting to see post spring ball what coach houston and the staff chooses to do portal wise last year we found a diamond in isaiah winstead do they have another one uh, or two ready to go for this season we shall see spring game coming up 11 on saturday that was our flight by yingling ecu practice report don't just raise a glass raise the bar flight by yingling the next generation of light beer, wherever beer is sold, you can pick it up. All right, Brandon Manning, you'll join us, talk some baseball next segment. Yeah, I need to. We need to get some more recruits in, so Coach Kirkpatrick does not have to do like the ghost man and actually run the plays. It sounded like he literally was running the plays before he did the interview. He he did sound a little winded there. Uh, Donnie K, he's an all timer. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. Pirates up twelve to four, bottom of the sixth inning. As it looks like game two's uh, start time just took a little bit of a delay. Thought we might get out of it with a mercy rule, uh, but might have to play it out now as it is 12 to 4 with Carter Cunningham at the dish for ECU in the sixth inning. And he walks. We'll take a timeout, come back talking baseball when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit beautybarmetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group. 
offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Big Pitt County matchup last night in baseball. D.H. Conley knocking off J.H. Rose. And Brandon, you had an interesting stat, a stat to consider on that. So RV, the legend. Stats to consider. And Jason Mills has been around long enough to just about be in a legendary status. He got there Fall when I was in school. He yeah. started my freshman year. I was his first freshman baby. And uh, I was. Did you leave a lasting impact on the DH Conley baseball have done program? I a better job of leaving an impact to DH Conley than I did anywhere else. So. <laughs> uh, but you said so they've met 50 times RV versus Jason Mills, Conley Rose. Yeah. And the record is what? Uh, 28 and 22. In favor of? Jason Mills. How about that? I, I didn't want to say it too loud. Hey, look. Play favorites. Legends uh, in the game. But uh, that shows you the great rivalry that conley and rose have so had had a nice picture of them 252 yeah that's cool buzz guys did it last night had rv on the show a couple weeks ago and just love talking baseball with him and i love to hear him talk how he can still relate to players he said one of the big changes brandon from now to back then is back then the uh the bus rides were you know so rowdy and hooting and hollering he said now the buses are so quiet because everybody's on their phones and uh, he gets it. He said that's a huge change from how it was that, uh, back in the day. The guy just did a, the stinky leg down twelve to four on second base. I don't care. I mean, I look. If I don't down, care. If you're down by, just don't. Why? Who cares? The, Why? Who's the stinky leg? That's what it looked. The it wasn't. Are you saying it should leg. be stanky? Stanky leg. Come on, Brandon. Oh Put some stank on it. Right, let's see if you can see it. Let me see the stanky leg. He sort of does a little. It's not even a full. It, I mean, it was not. Did less, he put enough stank on it? Though? He did not. He did not. Not enough stank. All right. Well, then don't. I mean, if he put a lot of stank, I will on say it, then it may, if it makes him, it makes him look like a fool. If anything, but why do you care? What do you? What's, what's it to anybody? I don't know. I do like. Did you notice the zero had like a cool? Um, yeah. What was that about? Jersey. I guess that's like a DOS zero, if you will from the old computer days are you trying to be smart up in here i mean we don't like. doesn't know what dos is i don't know if i do i've heard that it was, that was what we used to play oregon trail on it was like <laughs> okay <laughs> enough old man radio <laughs> brandon uh pot, well, let's get a quick hv3 update how about that all right harold varner the third i believe he hit some water i saw on twitter he is now even par so has gone from tied for 12th to tied for 31st at even par right now which puts him seven back of the leaders john rom has entered the uh, leader circle with victor hovland at seven under par they have a two-shot lead over sam burns and cameron young i would put money on kepka this weekend that was that was my somebody asked me the other day i said kepka he is four under par he's coming off a win i saw our buddy zach maskovich interviewed him after his live tour win in orlando last week Good deal. uh so i saw that and he's hot and playing well today are you one of these guys that uh is that like a bucket list thing for you brandon to go to augusta no i um i got some people down there that uh we're in my company and then some other people i think ross warren's down there uh, from went to rose greenville guy mm-hmm. and uh, they just looked like they were hot like <laughs> not and and i don't mean good looking they just looked like they were burning up <laughs> not like line melting yeah and me being the you know chubbier guy 
I'm not, I don't I don't do that. Yeah, we uh, we tend to sweat quite a bit, right? <laughs> One guy said, you know, it's great to go down there, but it's more expensive once you get down there than it is to get there. Now, in what regard? Because I saw the menu and everything. It's like everything's cheap once you get into the. I'm is everything surrounding everything, it? I guess everything around it yeah. once you get there was just expensive. Yeah. Well, Willie, Willie Lumpkin in the game. Uh, so the Pirates going with a new pitcher here. To, uh, so UCF trying to rally here. The problem is for them, they're still down eight runs. East Carolina had such a big cushion. Uh, and we get a live check-in. Dual screen. A uh, little Shirley Road softball update for you. East Carolina with a rally in the seventh inning. Is that Anna Sawyer of the they have two on uh one on a runner on second two outs top of the seventh and the pirates trail by one and could tie the game potentially with a hit here so uh, we got a split screen going by espn plus great i like this this is amazing let's keep this thing going so uh, a couple of scores as the ecu dugout is into the game trying to uh tie this baby up in the that seventh looks inning. like taylor edwards yeah. at bat yeah, because Audrey Asini is on second base. And that is Andrew. outside. Man, I kind of want to watch that now. I mean, it's a more interesting game. Can we find that? Yeah, let's see if we can get that yeah, on the I'll, plus. I'll see if I can find it on mine. All right, Brandon. So, uh, boy, Pirates needed Tuesday night. Yeah or no? Yes. Um, they needed it. Uh, I need it so I could have more fuel to the people on uh, social media that are complete, um, I almost cussed, complete bad fans um that's really aggravating me you're talking about our fans our fans yes we got people that you know don't have season tickets don't go to but one game here and there and just completely bad mouth everything about you know hey god our bullpen sucks no our bullpen's better than it was last year god we can't hit nothing hey we're right in line with the same place we were last year and we got more wins god god when are we going to start doing this better I don't know. We're, we're again, you know, we were so much better last year. At the same point in time last year, we actually have a better record. So, every, you know, again, marathon, not a sprint. Um, they were in the, you know, second inning, third inning of the night. And this, these guys on the ECU baseball Facebook page are just completely just don't know what's going on. And then ECU ends up just tearing it up. And they then they just hushed. They don't come back and say, oh, I was wrong. They don't come back and say anything. They just bad mouth ECU. Shirley, who's the Houston coach? She looks like young enough to play. Um, I don't know who the Houston coach is, but I do know that um oh, her name just slipped my mind. Uh the coach la- uh the coach that It looks just like Courtney Oliver. <laughs> yeah, Courtney Oliver is on the Houston staff. Okay, that was her talking to the pitcher. Okay, that I, I, I didn't know like, she'd be the pitching coach, but I hate to do the this person looks like another person but i was like that looks just like courtney oliver yeah okay well that explains things come on jocelyn i like a good visor yeah I, i'm a, yeah I'm, a, I'm a, during the summertime okay i like a visor you know what i like and i think you're you might be one of these guys and i think your dad was as well and i don't own one and i want one i want a um is it a bucket hat a floppy hat you know i'll see you know yes a boonie well, i don't boonie, know what they're called hat. So to speak, we actually. But I know your dad was a big one of those guys, right? Mm, only when he's fishing. Um, but that's literally came out today. We can do yeah. a Farm Bureau. Yeah, let me get one of them. You want the Navy or the Khaki? Literally today, I got this email. What's less tacky, Khaki? Uh, I, Navy goes with anything. I don't know. I wear a lot of black. It doesn't go with black. 
whereas navy would i mean that shows I mean, dirt. Whereas that shows dirt more than that you think i'm getting dirty come on man I'm, i didn't know i'm out of the help, field i don't know if you're gonna help your dad uh <laughs> my dad's man, the dirty brock no the grass he's the hard working one i'm the lazy one uh i tell you what surprised me brandon but i would love one of those okay to put on this head of mine uh by the way east carolina softball we have switched over to the softball game runners on the corners two out seventh inning and we got a 3-0 count where, where are we sitting in conference on softball Shirley? at the bottom we haven't had a conference win yet oh that should be ball four the bases are now loaded okay we can't do this okay no. you're sorry, gonna have sorry, to sorry sorry just can, knock on the window can you pause can you pause for a second so we can can we can get together three, three seconds maybe five we got to get together shirley okay hold on i mean come on you always complain about this as do i we got to get on the same page i think we got it all right yeah. thank you shirley you're welcome these houston jerseys are awful by the way yeah we're just try being a pa like person whites. that is too white white letters white <laughs> i don't numbers. need white numbers i need white jerseys give me a break white. i don't mind white jerseys just don't make your numbers white because not, it's difficult to see especially from a pa standpoint mm-hmm. you got to make sure you're you're announcing the right batter they don't have any red on the jerseys which i'm fine with that but just at least make the numbers black i like our unis the gold tops with the purple bottoms all right trying to figure out pitch. if that's anna sawyer it looks like her ah, i believe that might be anna oh it's zero and two greenville product let's go buddy she's had some big hits this year oh she rocked a three-run yeah. bomb at carolina yeah but now down zero and two with the bases loaded this is what you did in the yard as a kid these moments right here brandon yes show the pitcher i don't care about the houston dugout here's the pitch swung gosh, on gosh, and missed the and the game is Sorry. over look man she's gonna be here for four years she's gonna have plenty yeah. of time and and the thing she's is is that she's gonna get better as oh, she's God. the longer she stays here i'll tell you what she ain't better today and the pirates lose and i am pissed it's gonna be kind of cool her uh brother you didn't even acknowledge her me brother will be here in a couple years playing baseball for ecu and uh, what's, what's his here. name sawyer no sawyer. i'm talking about his uh last name sawyer so what's his first name sawyer it's really james but everybody's always when he was a green little league they called him sawyer sawyer so people just call him sawyer 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 i don't know how i feel about that he played for Pepsi, so I always called him Minji's because I thought Sawyer Sawyer was weird. Sawyer Sawyer. All right, well, we'll get back to baseball now. East Carolina softball loses to Houston in crushing fashion, had loaded up the bases there. East Carolina baseball trying to just kind of play out the string here. And uh oh, UCF has scored three more runs. It is 12 to 7 as they are making this <laughs> Willie, a game. Willie Lumpkin, uh, something went wrong there. We weren't paying attention to you. Willie or won't he? Uh, Ooh. Oh. it is 12 to 7 so uh i guess we're gonna have to tack on a few more runs here no lead is safe as they play in uh the bottom of the sixth now i believe could be bottom seven brandon uh, we were talking about the other night though bats got going uh huge outing from jake hunter too uh josh Groves said it yesterday they needed somebody to kind of stop the bleeding uh calm things down and uh, he was able to do that the other night yeah i mean it, it I think everybody was ready the other night. The whole the whole team. Um, I, I think they had a nice long meeting with a lot of the team leaders. And yes, one new thing they did, Brandon, or a different thing. They practiced on Monday. They had not been having Monday practices. Now, if that's a factor, I don't know. But they were coming off a series loss. 
uh they had been playing bad in the midweek so cliff godwin said let's uh let's have a monday practice is that just for this week because it's gonna have a sunday off i don't know and i asked josh Groves about that i said is it because of the midweek struggles the series loss or because of the setup for this week and he said all the above probably so i don't know if they'll practice so, next there monday used or to be a rule where you can only you know participate in sports six days out of the week and monday was always your rest up day that was get your homework caught up and stuff like that day and um but but now that they're gonna have a definite sunday off yeah. and a saturday off so, so. I, th- I think yeah move it up that was a smart thing to do and, and cliff got him right doing the things that he does as a coach and him and palumbo do a great job preparing us and I really think we just needed that win, needed some positivity, positive stuff to start snowballing in the right direction for us, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Brandon will be heading out to game two. Question for you. I haven't even asked you this. Uh-huh. Will you play against me and name that sound next segment? Yes, because I already heard uh, Owen is not playing. <laughs> okay, fair enough. We're giving <laughs> Owen. Look. I gave myself time off, by the way. <laughs> Don't you say y'all took – y'all gave me all. Hey, nobody took, said that. I, said, all he I, said was, I heard Owen was going to take time off. He said Owen wasn't playing. That's all he said, and he's true. I, I, Chandler's going with the you can't fire me, I quit. I quit. You're going with the Jeff Confer. we don't want to be in a bowl game. Uh, that year they were 5-7. Five five and seven, seven, Yeah, yes. and he gave us – we're not going to play in a bowl game this year. No crap. Nobody's inviting you. Nobody asked you to. Jeff um, Confer is – large head he did have a dome <laughs> okay okay sounds like I, you're you're giving your inner thoughts but I saying am, them on I the microphone because i'm watching this game especially the way like you are speaking it sounds like on like in movies and car like yeah. cartoons his, his inner like, thoughts is the thought speaking is like he did have a dome a big head he got a big noggin a big dome his head weighed as much as lane hoover's whole body does <laughs> lane hoover up to bad you see his three-run chopper earlier <laughs> Was that not typical Lane Hoover? Yes. Beautiful thing. Lane's going to beat that. He's going to hit one off the front of the plate, you know, at least once a weekend. It's going to bounce 30 feet up in the air, and he's going to be waiting <laughs> on second base like, hey, guys, I'm here. <laughs> uh, Hoover bats with nobody out in the bottom of the seventh inning, mm-hmm. and the Pirates up 12-7. to seven. All right, well, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll continue to watch ECU baseball. We'll see if they can get some insurance run. Speaking of insurance, that was the Farm Bureau Insurance. I didn't mean to do that. Farm Bureau Insurance ECU Baseball Report. You can call Brandon Manning anytime, 531-1812-252-531-1812. You can go visit him, Beacon Drive in Winterville, and he will talk to you about your auto, home, life insurance, and tough economic times. Brandon, maybe uh, save some money for some people. Yes, you never know. Uh, call us. Let us quote your business. I'm not saying I'm going definitely always going to be cheaper, but I'd like a chance to try. And I'll uh, see Hoover right there. Lane Hoover just places a ball in the shallow left yes. field. Broke out the uh, the 60-degree wedge right there. Just <laughs> one. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, you can call Brandon Manning, 531-1812, and he'll help you out. Auto Home Life Insurance with Farm Bureau Insurance in Winterville. We will take a break, come back, more Pirate Baseball talk, and name that sound on the way after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. Cellular locations and experience the highest standard of customer service. The purpose of the Atlantic Wireless Store experience is to inform, illuminate, and inspire. Find the location near you at AtlanticWireless.com. Atlantic Wireless, we go beyond the call. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, Brandon Manning, pass along some of your baseball knowledge as we talk in the break there. Jacob Starling strikes out looking, and you say two weeks ago, that's a ball that Starling hits out of the park. You said he doesn't look like he's seeing it today. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, he two weeks ago, he everything, he, he's been our most consistent hitter for the whole year. I mean, there's no doubt. Um, the guy opened up with like a hanging, breaking pitch, and it just spun right there, and he let it let it just st- let in there belt high and let it go very next pitch ball was high out of his hand oh lord um and it was you know high when it ended up at star and he swung through it and then some i mean he just acted like he could not see the ball today and that's the second at bat last time remember he got fisted ball was six seven inches yeah. inside and then he did that again right there and then a ball nice strike right down the middle and he takes it and so it's just not like he's a seen it too good today but that's all right he'll be i don't have any problem with with a strikeout or getting out or anything you're, you're gonna do that um but star typically hits those pitches well and it, just you keep saying like today and two weeks ago there is a, like ebbs and flows during the season with players and things like that so yes streaks i always hear the it's the size of a beach ball you know oh god i mean like what three three weeks ago everybody was on down on amac today he's yeah. three for three for three and got two hits against state the other night i mean he, he's he's now hitting the ball all right um and like bryson whirl hoover bryson, got benched yeah hoover got benched and now he's like double digit hits in the last six five or six games i mean last year bryson whirl started off very slow yeah. and in the year he's got 16 bombs or 15 bombs and i mean it's just the ebb and flow some people just takes the the right positivity the right thing to happen um you never and know i guess but, and there's a base there hit up the middle that's going to score a run uh, or two runs Wilcoxon scores hoover will stand up in so pirates needed a little farm bureau insurance runs and they got some there with two on a cam clunch base it are we gonna make that a thing yeah we got to now sounds good right yeah um and now i forgot what i was going to say what i was going to say was i see uh, a lot of fans and and this is i don't think it's a maybe it's uneducated but it's not a terrible suggestion you got good players on the bench that cliff godwin brought in and recruited when the pirates are struggling they want people want to see those players in the game i guess one reason you don't put them in well a because they're young players and they might not be ready but b you don't want to kind of mess with your lineup that much and take guys out you want them to kind of fi- fight themselves out of a slump i guess so if, if you got some guys battling an injury nagging injury or something like that yeah get them out of there give them a day's rest but if you have freshmen um that aren't quite ready and sophomores that aren't really getting it in inner squads another run no everybody moves up um you got guys they may get registered if you don't play that much save them i mean we don't have covid years anymore we got to start banking some stuff yeah um you know they can get x amount at bats i think but let's save them but at the same time you don't know what goes on in inner squad 
Cliff's going to put the, the right. best nine guys out there that's going to hit and going to produce. And if that guy's not getting it done in practice, you know, he may get a, you know, up 14 to 7 in the ninth inning of bat because it's not going to hurt anything. But, you know, I understand people will say, oh, God, there's such and such guy. He's playing. And people want to see Dixon Williams and Burgess and, and those guys. You know what? And Dixon's, Dixon's come in um, and he's gotten three hits this year um and in a few at bats has some you know good at bats and that's fine i mean that's what people got to realize that you it's not paying your dues it is hey these guys are here i mean alan mccarevich is one of the top defensive third basemen in the nation and dixon's got to play against that um which is hard so um but he'll be fine dixon's gonna be fine he's got plenty of time to be a top hitter for ECU. All right, Charlie Rhodes, we're going to continue the baseball talk. Pirates lead 14-7 in the seventh inning with runners on second and third, but we're also going to play a game of Name That Sound. This was your master plan to get me distracted with baseball so you could win? I got no plan. Come on in. But I've never lost this game. Sit right down. Take a guess. You know who has I do. And name that sound. <laughs> oh, and Turn that frown. Upside down. Technically, I've never lost either. Because Teaser. it's time. Teaser. But name that sound. Now, here's the host of Name That Sound, Miss Shirley Rhodes. Thank you very much and welcome in to the weekly game show, show everyone waits for on a Thursday is Name That Sound. And it's very simple. I name a sound, or excuse me, I play a sound, and you have to name the sound. And uh, we have two new contestants today. And when I say two new contestants, because one is not going to play this week, Owen is not going to play. Owen. We're going to give him the week off. Actually, we're going to give you a couple of weeks off. And uh, so he can... uh, uh, let his bruised ego heal. I'm going to be like Dennis Robin, and I'm just going to go and take a like a 48 hour vacation. Let's to Vegas. Like, That's yeah. with his foolish, huh? He's going to yeah. join the NWO. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and boom, boom, and then bang. Uh, how about two undefeated competitors today? This is undefeated versus undefeated, Charlie. Yes, what it is. And uh, so Brandon Manning, our guest uh, contestant today, and of course the reigning champion, Mr. Clip Brock. So, let's get this game underway. Alec Makarevich is 4 for 4 today, everybody. Amac is raking today. All right, here we go. Here is your first sound. Same scores I beat you with in Oslo. Hey, I was on Quaaludes. I don't even remember Oslo. Blades of Glory. Glory. That would be correct. God, as soon as I heard Will Ferrell's voice, I had it, but you got me. Favorite movie of uh, Josh Groves, I believe. Favorite non-baseball athletic movie. (laughs) Blades of Glory. All right, hold on. I, I like had Quailudes. to get my. Uh, let's see. I don't know if I've ever seen that. That was the same voice he had in that uh, car when he's like, "I filled in my plums." <laughs> what was that? That was eastbound and down. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, here we go. Here is the second sound. It could be miles, of course. That's impossible. They're on instruments. Three Stooges. That would be incorrect. Hmm. I'm going to play it again. Something in that era. They could be miles, of course. That's impossible. They're on instruments. Uh, airplane. Sounds like you are one. correct. <laughs> <laughs> how do I do it? I don't, I don't even know, know how I do it. That, that was good. I just I, told I, you I, said I, last week I've never seen airplane. 
which is ridiculous <laughs> because it's one of the funniest movies you'll ever see. So now I think Chandler this fixed. <laughs> it's not, it's I've not. never seen Airplane. Yet. I, I know it, the sound. I used context clues. I knew it was from that era. It sounds like a comedy, like it, that kind of comedy. I can confirm that it's not. Okay. All right. What, I'm, that I'm is like, not a comedy? If, if he's going to pull fixed. that rabbit oh, yeah. out of the hat every time, it, I'm done. It is not. No, it is not. No, it is not. Take it back. God, that was Brandon that was, Manning. Uh, that was like <laughs> yeah. the, honest to goodness, I wish I could have made that into a meme because it was great. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here is your oh, next sound. Get there. Strike out RBI, Brandon? Yes. Yes, sir. That's that's how you pad stats right there. Quiet on set. Sorry. Jesus. Okay, here we go. Cash register. You are incorrect. Bingo balls. Incorrect. Rattlesnake. You are correct. Yeah. Ah. Good pull, Brent. I came up with that sound. Yes. That was good. Thank I, you. Chandler helped me with Way that one. Way to go there, pal. All right, here we go. Next sound. And my partner here, he want to see the product. When he talking. Uh, Scarface. No. And my partner here, he want to see the product. When he talking. My name is Jim. I like the guy next Friday. My name's Jim. It's not. My partner, did you want to see the product? And my partner, he want to see the product. My partner, want to see the product. And my partner, he want to see the product. When he talking. My name is Jim. Hmm. Oh, uh. Deuce Bigelow. No, Dave Chappelle no. and, um. It's not that. Oh, you're talking about uh, half baked. Half baked. No, no, that ain't Samson Simpson. No, that's not Samson Simpson. Samson, bitch. <laughs> and my partner, he want to see the product. No, what was when the Scarface guy in? My name is Jeff. That was also in half baked. Yeah, 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 it sounds like him, kind of. Yeah. It is not. Um. Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. Oh, so we can pl- finally play Whitney. I have nothing. Nothing. The answer is from the movie Twenty Two Jump Street. Oh man. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that, was just... that was one Channing Tatum <laughs> yes. that said, my name is Jeb. <laughs> and I've seen that. I mean, that was a funny movie. Yeah, that was a great movie. Chandler, would you like some Panthers news? Sure. Uh, the Panthers have agreed to terms with former Dolphin safety Eric Rowe. Eric Rowe. Row your boat. Row, row, row your boat. All right, back Jimmy to the game. Hashtag, we finally fired Matt Rule. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next sound. Independence Day. The Star Wars thing taking off. Transformers. Ooh, what was that? Uh, See, um, you're too busy talking and you don't I'm hear guessing. the whole thing. I'm I'm playing the game. Guardians of the Galaxy. Nope. Mandalorian. <laughs> Sounds like Baby Yoda. What the hell is that? Somebody giggling. First of all, Star Wars. I love yes, it is someone. Sound. Yes, it is someone giggling. First of all, Star Wars. We've already used. I don't use the same sounds. Yeah, Brandon. Wow, Brandon. Why don't you just leave? Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Aunt Karen. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right, I'll play it one more time.
clue. Okay. Brandon, would you like to venture a guess? Battlestar Galactica. That is also incorrect. I was going to say, if he just threw it out there and got that, I was going to be done. <laughs> done. All right, I'm done. All right, the answer would be, um, I don't know what it's actually called. So it's, it be a noise? It's from the Dark Knight. It's the Bat Bike. Oh, wow. Yeah, and the Joker is giggling at the end, which is why I left it in. I thought that would be a context clue for you. By the way, we have a final score on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. So I didn't think about that. Pirates win at 17-7. to They mercy rule them. They scored five. Nice. So there you go. So approximately 45 minutes from now. Yep. We'll say 5.30 game time. All right. Ish. Carter Spivey slated to start that game, by the All way. Right. Come on. All right. All right, here we go. Next next sale. Hey, Terry, I did I did my first death pop. It's a real thing, right? Um, Saturday Night Live no. cheerleaders. No, it's not real. They were so convincing in their argument. They swung me. Oh, I thought I had that. My first chest bump. Mm-mm. Hey, Terry, I did I did my first death pop. It's a real thing, right? A death pop? Yeah. No, that's not real. They were so convincing in their argument. They swung me. Desk pop is what, not a... I mean, we all know who that voice is. Is it? Is Will Ferrell? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I mean, that that's not... I just need the movie. Oh, uh, oh movie? Mm-hmm. Hey Terry, I did I did my first desk pop. Uh, old school. Thing, no, right? no, the uh, the pop? other guys. Yeah. No, that's not real. They were You're correct, so convincing Brandon. in their argument. They swung Wahlberg. It's, it's the scene where yes. the detectives that's convince right. him to shoot his gun. It was the Terry. The Terry. I yeah. didn't hear that the first time. Yep. Was that Terry Cruz? No, it was Mark Wahlberg's name was Terry. Uh, Eric correctly said the other guys. Chris incorrectly said Back to the Future a moment ago. Thank you for playing at home. All right, two more sounds, and then we'll take a quick break. All right, here we go. Next sound. By the way, the score is tied at two apiece. I mean, gremlins or... um... No, this is an animal. There's your clue. Emu. It's a frog. So, um, it's uh, a whippoorwill. I don't know. <laughs> um, maybe it's some kind of bug making a loud noise. No, it is a mammal. Oh, a dolphin. No. Have we already done hippo? Yes, we are. We've already done hippo. So that is obviously because I might have. Did you hear water in there? A seal. Sea lion. A whale. Mm-mm. Here's a clue. Timon was one of them. Uh, hog. Incorrect. No. Hog. Um, wild. The wild. Uh, what are they called? <laughs> <laughs> a. Um, Prairie dog. Nope. God, but that's what it looks like. Weasel. Incorrect. <laughs> um, it's got to be an African animal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, wait, yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Brandon? 
What is, I don't know what it's called. Puma was a warthog. Timo was a... When I was a young warthog! Day and night. I don't freaking Pumbaa. know. Not in front of the kids. What is it? That is a meerkat. Damn, meerkat oh. manor. I've watched it. <laughs> you talking, talking about milf manor? No, meerkat <laughs> manor. <laughs> uh, what is meerkat manor? That's a show with literally you meerkats. Watch meerkats. Okay. All right. Here's, when I was a young it's, like a, it's like read those, read their lips, the famous lips things you know when you make their own sounds. There's meerkats with like real people talking behind it and stuff. Okay. It's hilarious. Yeah, it is. Count me out. All right. Here's your last sound for this one before we take a break. Score is still tied at two apiece. What a game. Here we go. I will be quite impressed if someone guesses this one. I know that sound. That's a a deer call. No, it is not. It's a duck call. That is not. It's a, a cow. It's one of those things you turn upside down and then it makes a noise. Brandon got it. So, but all joking aside, they have it's called a. It's called. Deer- it's called a country cow. Yes, they also. All, all joking aside. I said Bryce, cow. If Bryce Williams was. I said here, cow. But he, I was here, looking. He, he said you turn it, it over. It, it's I, a can. So in in the redneck world, and Bryce will back me up on this. There's just this, you know. It's, called deer calling a can and that's what you do is you turn it up and it makes that exact sound because it sounds like a female doe bleat okay well so the answer is country cow country cow it I is an cow. old toy that thing you turn over i will award Who's closer i will award both of you a point <laughs> that was that fair? because he got the right animal you got the right i shouldn't get a point but it wasn't but I'm an a, animal i'm so good at arguing that it was not an animal i talked myself into a half a point it is called How a country cow you? it was a can you turned it upside down like this you had it in the 80s but it was a can not an actual freaking animal this is rigged <laughs> Jesus well, I mean, Christ. Brandon, you're going to get the point anyway. And he got it too. So, what Wait, do I did get? he get half a point? Are we going point fives? What do we do, Judge? Cow. <laughs> I got part of the answer. I he did. didn't. He didn't. What do you say, Owen? Not that it matters. <laughs> I mean, you meant like an actual cow. I know. That's what I'm saying. But Which I argued. That's not what I was looking I for. I argued my point so well. I was looking for a cow in a can. What you do? A cow and a can. You can't have a can without a cow. But you were just saying flip a, a cow coin, Flip boy. a coin. Flip a coin. Flip I know. Just make a ruling. Don't give me a point. Flip a quarter. No point. All right. Thank you. I was, I was going to go flip a quarter. That's better. Well, while you guys are busy Here's arguing Here's a quarter. Over Call it. somebody who cares. Thanks, While Trish, you guys trip. are busy <laughs> arguing over this, Here's we're going to take a break. They're going to continue to argue over this for the next four minutes. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the conclusion. Of name that sound I'm in a right can. here on Pirate Radio. Cool off. I'm, a can. I'm turning their mics on. I can. Perspiring. There we go. At U.S. Cellular, you can get one line for just $29.99 with unlimited data, which is good news for you, friendly hermit who shuns society and lives in a.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years, and you can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to PRL. And uh, we are in the middle of Name That Sound after a controversial call on a sound. I went for, Brandon. The, I went for the replay. So Brandon is up. Brandon is up 3-2. to two. That is your score. Score update from Clark LeClaire. Pirates win game one of a doubleheader 17-7. to seven. Game two coming up, and we'll see if they've made it official. Brandon's unofficial start time is 5.30, and I'll see if uh, ECU has put anything out as of yet. Our score here, 3-2, Brandon Manning leading. All right, gentlemen. Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. 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 DeBuck, DeBuck. Good work. DeBuck. All right, here we go. Next sound. <sighs> Mini me. Damn. You are correct, sir. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> <clears throat> I think this all is right. probably my biggest deficit all time. Your score is currently four to two. That's exactly what that was. I mean, uh, what round are we in? Uh, we're in the second round. We all have right. one more round to go, plus we have a bonus round. A bonus sound, excuse me. All right. All right, here we go. Hungry Trouble. hippos. Tr- incorrect. Trouble? Uh, so you are incorrect. That was, that was a good one. Pop the dice. <laughs> Pinball or um, like little... Um, Yahtzee? No. What? Are we on the right track at all? Not really. It is... It, uh, it's something children... It's a it's a children's the um the um like your fake um your bubble uh the things are popping you're pushing a fake uh like vacuum cleaner or something and it's Honor, popping I know yeah the toy that's popping balls yeah. I will accept this answer only because I didn't know what it was called and I did the exact same yeah, thing yeah that's fine. It is called a, believe it or not, because I did not know the name of it until I looked it up. It is the Fisher Price Corn Popper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's the little cool. bubble thing with the yeah. wheels on it. Good and one. you push it. That's what I had in my brain. No, you were going on the right track. Look, I don't like you pitying me right now. Okay. I don't like I, the way you're supporting me. I I feel like he's being, he's being very sportsmanlike. Um, I don't I'm, feel like it's genuine, though. I'm a, what was the, what was the Chicago Bulls coach uh, Phil Jackson? Yeah, but does the um, what what are they You're the Zen me? master? I'm just trying to okay. I'm gonna let you ever think this one. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon. Did you hear me that? I was like, give it to him. Give it to him. Yeah, because we, we could I, we couldn't we figure couldn't, out what it was. I was like, how do you how do you search that sound? But you can't and there's no way to know the name of it. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure more than and I'm sure more than just Fisher Price did it too, so well, I know I that a Mattel type situation. Yeah, I just remember as a kid, I had one. I just never knew what it was yeah. called. I called it the Popper, which obviously is part of the name. I didn't know that the actual name of it was called a Corn Popper. All right. Okay, here we go. Four Last to, round. Four to three. Four to three is your score, Brandon, in the lead. Roller skates. 
skates. Incorrect. Skateboard. You are correct. Mm. Tie game. You gonna say good job now? That that I thought it was a freaking jet. So yeah, hell of a job. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, a jet in a tunnel. No. Nope. I'm a big skateboarder. By the way, never skateboarded. Were you a skater boy? I was, see you later, see you boy. later boy. No. Yeah, I was a oh, skater God. girl though. All right, here we oh, go. Next sound. Days of Thunder. Um, there we go. I said it this time. Thanks I for tried playing. to slip oh, it by Allie. What a the fix. No, it is not. You're right. The fix is in, Brandon. <laughs> for you. No, I tried to slip it past it because I didn't use the main thing. No, you didn't. Sir, would you like a g- gimme answer? Oh, this platter. There you go, sir. Uh, okay. So in order the W. Gimme a break. You're <laughs> It's because you're down a point. You're so mad about it. All right, here we go. Next sound. We figure we's a little juice. No, we think the juice. We's the juice. No, 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 we think the juice. Polly Shore. Uh, the actor, yes, but I'm looking for the movie that this is from. Biodome. You are incorrect. We uh, son-in-law. We's a little juice. In the army now. No, we think the juice. I should get credit for this. Uh, Protest. (laughs) This game's under protest. No, because then I would have to give you a point that you guessed it was Will Ferrell. Mister. I will play it one more. In the army now. We's a little juice. The weasel. We's the juice. No, no, no. We's the juice. He only made like three good movies. I feel like we've named them. There's another that we cannot think of. We Son-in-law. Was he an Encino man? No, we he was an Encino man. Is that it? Yeah, that was it. Damn, I was say that off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Encino man. That was like the, his first the, movie. It was the scene where uh, they're drinking out of the uh, what is it called? The frosty frosty machine. I don't remember any of that movie. I do because I I remember. It was Brandon don't Fraser? Don't weasel in the it? juice. Brendan. Yeah, Brendan Fraser. Yes. Brandon Manning. <laughs> All right, here we go. What a ne- battle. The score is tied. The ball is tipped. Do, 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 do. All right, here we go. Next sound. Drum line. You are incorrect. Friday Night Lights. Oh. Oh. B- uh, basketball. Uh. Incorrect. It is not a movie. Oh. It is a television show. Oh. And it's not Friday Night Lights. It is not Friday Night Lights. All American. That it, it's uh, uh-uh. as a matter of fact, it is the. It's last not, chance you. No, mm. it has nothing to do with football. Oh. The uh, what is it like Iron Chef or something? No. You were about to say, as a matter of fact, oh. I said all American. What was that about? How what? You said, it's as a matter football. of fact. No, no, no. I was oh. When you yelled out all American, I was trying to say, as a matter of fact, it doesn't have anything to do okay, with football. Okay, okay, okay. I was like, man. Oh. Uh, I got nothing. Yeah, go ahead. I have nothing. Nothing. 
I'm surprised you didn't get it because it's the one you always blurt out when you can't remember anything. American Gladiators. (laughs) (laughs) It was the assault course where they're shooting those darts at you. Uh, Cool. Okay. I used to love that show. Eric said Brandon's about to give Clib the Angel Reese treatment. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, your score is still five all. My goodness. Here is your next sound. I will tell you the bonus sound is extremely hard. So really if you want to win this if you want to win this, you're gonna have to get this one. Poker cards. Mm. Shuffling. Shuffling. Yeah. Thank you. Brandy got it. It was cards being shuffled. What kind of stuff's he doing over here? I'm, I'm love you to the bullpen on that one. Love you to the bullpen. Uh, All right. And now. The first one was a double. For the bonus sound. I don't even really acknowledge this unless I get it and win. But I'm giving Brandon the win. I'm ready to shake his hand. Flatline. Some it mark. is incorrect. The thing they gave me at WH Robinson to see if I was deaf. <laughs> <laughs> the hearing test? Yeah, the hearing test. It's coming out of this ear. Yes. Can you hear it now? Left ear. Can Left. you hear it now? <laughs> yeah, where you had to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I always messed up because I was like, oh, I heard it in my left ear, but I raised my right no, no, hand by yeah. accident because I was these just. These days have no idea. Oh, my God. I, I did this on purpose just to mess everybody up. I don't. I, I very seriously doubt anyone will get Is this. The oven timer? No. Or the microwave done? No. Fire alarm. <laughs> Smoke alarm. <laughs> no, that's the sound that we heard for 20 minutes straight heading into the studio this morning because the battery backup battery. It was the battery backup alarm. You know when our battery backup. <laughs> that died? was an inside job. Yeah, that was Jesus an inside Christ. job. Literally. Brandon. I want to shake your hand. I have yes, been sir. defeated. You have been defeated. Uh, Brandon, Flip. meet me after this. Or, yeah, meet me after this. and just Where's this t- going? Tell me how you did it, because I want to know how, so I can try to be This clear. game is under protest for um, the Cal the question and Polly Shore, even though I got that one right. Still no, under protest. No, you can't protest the Polly Shore, because you Surely. recognize Will Farrell in last, the other ones. Last time I checked, I'm in America, and I can protest if I please. Last this time I checked... Right. I'm the judge of this game show, Come and I can on. tell you, no point. Come on. Game's in a protest. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. Brandon, thanks for hanging out. Brandon, Guys, it's been Brandon. a pleasure. Thanks uh, for Do we have a game here. time yet? Uh, haven't seen anything official. I'm going to go home and cry, though. Y'all can do the rest Brandon, of the Brandon, you stuff. made a la- uh, long-lasting impact. Just text them and say start at 530. You made a long-lasting impact on Name That Sound after today. Uh, 520, Brandon Manning. Oh, 520, man. so you need to get out there. All right, you guys have a great weekend. Later, buddy. Great uh, Easter Sunday. Put on your nice bow ties and pink and purples. Call Brandon Manning, 531-1812, Farm Bureau Insurance, Beacon Drive in Winterville. He can help you out with your auto home life insurance. Give him a call. We'll talk to him next week. We'll talk to Billy Weaver when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back at the Appliances Superstore. They make buying appliances easy. Just that simple. The Appliances Superstore has the largest selection of in-stock appliances in eastern North Carolina, which helps our customers save money every day. The Appliances Superstore offers a 12-month warranty on every appliance, plus they will deliver and set up your new appliances and, of course, remove your old ones. The Appliances Superstore, off 264, behind the new DMV, or shop online at appliancessuperstore.com. Remember, we make buying appliances easy at the Appliances Superstore. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. You know, usually when you come out of spring ball, you at least have a decent idea on your depth chart for the fall. And that's just not the case anymore with the transfer portal. The Pirates have added a lot of beef in the last couple of days. You had an ECU commit yesterday, Owen Murphy, uh, a transfer offensive lineman from Akron and uh, a bit of a package deal because it has been announced uh, by Ryan Beckman on Twitter that the grad transfer center from Akron is also committing to East Carolina. So you've got two Akron offensive linemen coming in to join the fray uh, with the big uglies up front for East Carolina as they continue to stock that position, new position coach there with uh, Coach Mogridge taking over as Steve Shankweiler has entered into a new uh, <clears throat> realm with the team, with the football program. But the Pirates bolstering their offensive line these last couple of days with a couple of Akron commits. All right, let's um, we'll talk some baseball, too, as the Pirates win 17-7 to game one. Got out to a 12-0 lead. Uh, UCF came back, piled on some runs, and then East Carolina scored five to run rule. UCF in game one of a doubleheader. They're going to play again in about 15 minutes. So we'll be watching that one throughout the rest of our show. Right now, we are joined by Billy Weaver on the Pirate Radio Live line on this lovely Thursday. Weave, how you doing today, man? Doing great, man. It's uh, like a summer day outside. Yes, sir. It's lovely. And uh, nice to already have a Pirate win under our belts here on this Thursday as we chat, 5.05 Eastern time, and they're about to play another one. Uh, these last two games, Billy, we kind of wondered, you know, where's the offense? Uh, the magic number was five, I guess, uh, in the Houston series. If you got to five runs, you win. E- ECU did it once. Houston did it twice. Uh, they didn't. They needed more than five uh, or didn't need more than five. Uh, these last couple of days got a lot more than five anyway against NC State and UCF as they piled on the runs. 13 the other night. How about 17 today in the victory against the Knights? Yeah, I, I think the players meeting after the Houston series um, probably got those guys sparked, you think? Uh, you know, they the, the players, the coaches, nobody was really happy after going down to Houston, losing two out of three down there and the in the conference opening series. And, you know, uh, from what I understand, you know, Cliff said that the players called a meeting, uh, one of the coaches in there and, and they, you know, kind of said, Hey, you know, we, we need to kick it into gear here. Don't know. exactly. I don't know anyway, exactly what was said in there, but whatever was said, uh, amongst the team leaders in that locker room has, uh, has resonated throughout that program so far anyway. Um, and it, it was, 
I tell you what, it was it was a lot of fun to watch uh, ECU and NC State. Got a little worried there when NC State came back and they scored five runs to answer ECU and tie that thing up. But East Carolina uh, and how about JJC, man? I mean, I, it, it's funny because I, I was watching on TV because uh, I had to work late that day, um, and I, I, the announcer called him the king of the jungle, and I thought that fit. I was like, that that's awesome. It really is three home runs for him. It was a great, great day, and uh, you know today's game, seventeen runs. So hopefully the Pirates can keep that that offensive uh, juggernaut going. That that'd be fun to see. Josh Moylan uh, adding some party favors to the jungle today. Hit one the other night. Hit one today, and uh, this team is rolling in three home runs. Billy, did you see? So first time since two thousand eight. Did you see who was the last Pirate player to do that in a game? Hit three home runs. I did, and now I can't remember. I knew you were going to ask. Former Pirate catcher, Corey Kemp. Yeah, that's right, Corey yeah. Kemp. Yes, 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 yes. Got to go way back. So uh, that's uh, it's been a, that's 15 years now since that happened. And well, go ahead. It's funny that you say that because, you know, when they when I was watching it on the TV and they, they put that stat up, they put that up there, and so it was the first time since 2008. And I was like, oh, I figured it would be longer ago than that. That that was just like, you know, a couple of years ago. <laughs> right. I was like, Wait a minute. That was 15 years ago, like you just said. And I was like, that I, that's when you know you're getting old. When, uh, you know, anything in the 2000s seems like it was a couple of years ago. And no, we're, we're into 2023 now. So, yeah, it, it had been a while since anyone had done that. Billy Weaver joining us. And we, we were cranked up for a, a big baseball weekend and a big football weekend. But the weather has other ideas. So the spring game will go on as planned Saturday at 11. But it uh, looks like they're going to bring some rain with it. And uh, they're going to move all the other events to later this month, the 28th and 29th of april and that includes the equipment sale and uh, everything that goes along with that so kind of a bummer here hopefully mike houston and company will still be able to get in the work uh, they want to accomplish for this game uh but it's a bummer for the fans who wanted to see this team one last time before the fall yeah i mean it's nice to have i mean it's it's nice to know that they're still going to do all the events and everything is going to be pushed back but it's you know it's just something about the and i i don't know they you know when i first came back here uh in 98 it was the great pirate purple gold pigskin pig out and you know it was that had big long title to it but you know it was just always a fun weekend you know when you had everything you had the pig cooking contest you had the rides you had you know a lot of the alumni and a lot of you know former players would come back for the game and then just kind of everything that surrounded it it's just uh kind of you know not to no pun intended but kind of puts a damper on everything with the weather coming in and um you know I, it, obviously there's probably not going to be nearly as many fans in the stands to be able to watch the game it is going to be free which is which is good but uh you know the pirates got to get their their uh spring practices in that's one of their 15 spring practices so that's you know kind of something that has to take place but yeah like you said it's just kind of kind of a bummer and a downer that it's not all going to happen on the same day thanks yeah, weekend yeah and uh billy as i said coming into this segment I, I saw east carolina picked up another football commit and uh that is back-to-back days with akron offensive linemen committing to east carolina so you've kind of got through the portion with your 
early enrollees uh, who join the football team. They'll be more joining this summer, obviously, uh, into the fray. But now you get into, okay, where do we need to kind of bolster up here for 2023 immediate help we saw it last year with isaiah winstead post spring you got a couple of linemen here and then maybe a few more roll in it's really changed how you build your roster you can do it much more immediate uh, than you could in years past yeah you know it's 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 a it's a crazy time that we live in right now as far as college athletics with the transfer portal and and what you can do and like you said it really does it 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 puts a big twist on how you recruit and your process of thinking. And, you know, you can, you can fix spots right away. Unfortunately, you can, you know, have problem areas going into the off season that you didn't really kind of plan on with, you know, losing guys as well. So it kind of, it works both ways, but, you know, it's nice to see East Carolina's got some offensive linemen coming in. That's been, you know, the question, and and the big you know if if you had to pick out one area uh, of the East Carolina football team, I mean going back years you can say, offensive line has always been you know the question mark going into the season. Um, we've seen so many times that it's been kind of a revolving door in spots, and that offensive line with guys shifting from guard to tackle and tight ends moving you know, bulking up to become offensive linemen because, you know, typically the offenses that East Carolina runs, uh, their success is predicated on how well the offensive line uh, blocks. I mean, you know, I think of if Holt Nailers, you know, had just an outstanding offensive line, not to say he had bad offensive lines, but, you know, there were times early in his career and actually all throughout his career where he's out there running for his life. And, you know, if you can, if you can have, solid offensive line play and guys up there that can give your quarterback time to find open targets it makes all the difference in the world so it's nice to see east carolina bolstering up that o-line well we're so excited about marlon gunn and javius bond and the return of rajay harris and these running backs weave but without a line they are nothing so it is uh it's a give and take you're gonna have to have some good play up front and it looks like east carolina is doing the best they can to fill in the shoes remember avery avery jones transfers uh enters the portal he's gone and then noah henderson uh trying to make it on the next level so you've got some spots to fill mike houston and the staff doing all they can to do just that uh we've we've hit on some baseball some football a uh, little basketball uh, at today's baseball game. Dontres Styles was with Mike Schwartz and the basketball coaches as he visits here to Greenville. Former Kinston Viking, former North Carolina Tar Heel in the portal. Portal, and it looks like NC State, Georgetown on his list, and East Carolina firmly on that list as well. So, man, uh, you know how great it would be, and you think about all the great Kinston basketball players that have gone elsewhere. Uh, we have seen a, a Jeremy Ingram here. I was a big fan of Corey Rouse uh, when he was here. We even the, what, early, mid-2000s, I guess. So we've seen a couple of Kinston guys here. It'd be nice to get another one here in Dontre Styles. Yeah, and if you remember, Jeremy went to Wake Forest first yeah. and transferred into East Carolina. And of course, that was before the transfer portal, if I remember correctly. He had to sit out a year before he played. Um, and I, I know that he had some uh, some knee problems, uh, but yeah, Dontre Styles that would be a huge get for East Carolina. I watched him play over at Kinston High School. Um, just an incredibly athletic young man, and that would be huge for East Carolina. Uh, from what I understand, and, and this is you know 
total speculation and rumor is that he's leaning more towards NC State. Um, that would be kind of crazy and to see, you know, of course, with that rivalry with NC State and North Carolina, how that would all play out and whether or not that's part of the thought process with him. Maybe, you know, if he wants to kind of welcome that craziness that would, you know, surround that whole deal, uh, or if he wants to come home, I mean, it's 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 going to be interesting. There's a whole lot of dynamics there, but just the just the fact that East Carolina is is being mentioned in the same breath with, you know, Georgetown and and North Carolina State and you know some of those big programs, uh, just shows that Mike Schwartz has got this program you know pointed in the right direction. But once again, you know, the transfer portal, it's just it's just a, such a crazy thing, and and. Uh, you know, speaking of which, you know, the transfer portal worked out pretty good for Tristan Newton, who won on yeah. national title with UConn. The only thing I don't like about that, I love that, you know, um, it, it's worked out for a young man to be able to better his, his situation, better himself. I mean, who wouldn't want to go somewhere and win a national title? The only thing I don't like about that is a lot of other players will see that and I think it will even kind of enhance the transfer portal where guys are going to say, you know, hey, I, you know, this, this guy went from East Carolina and went and won a national title. Why can't I do the same thing? And, you know, guys that maybe don't have half the talent. So, you know, that it kind of breeds that, that thought process. But, uh, you know, it, it kind of is what it is. But it was nice to see him uh, and have such a great game during that national title game. Yeah with a double-double, 19 points. I mean, that's just I, – I did see him actually retweet a tweet that somebody had tweeted out. That's a lot of same tweets, but <laughs> <laughs> somebody had tweeted uh, kind of criticizing yeah. UConn for going into the transfer portal. Oh, major miss here. Major whiff on this uh, this Newton guy. Yeah. yeah, and he retweeted that after the national title game uh saying something like this didn't age well or this aged well or whatever um but i i thought that was kind of funny uh, because that's the thing is is you never know uh how someone is gonna react or flourish in a different environment and how they'll react to the pressure of being on the national stage and tristan man he just he took it all in stride and Played like you know he belonged there, and he absolutely did. So uh, it was it was nice on that level to be able to see. And I don't know. I know a lot of the pirate fans were disappointed that he's not here, but I think they were happy for him in his personal situation and winning a national title. Yeah, and uh, always a good guy. Every time we got a chance to talk to him, very kind of soft spoken. He he would he had a smile on the court. He I didn't know how he'd fit. And and then again, Joe Dooley was a very intense guy, but. Dan Hurley is a screaming maniac. I didn't know how he would kind of fit into that, but uh, he fit pretty well, I guess. And uh, uh, as you said, leading scorer there for the national champ. And, man, they just blew out everybody during the NCAA tournament. Uh, Billy Weaver joining us. Um, Weave, let's see. Um, I saw you this weekend at the Dale Murphy event. We had a Med fan amongst us uh, talking to Dale Murphy. But isn't it cool, Weave? And we've talked about this where you've met – you got you've got to meet some really cool people in the sports world over your years when you were covering sports and some guys lived up to the hype some guys are the reason for the phrase never meet your heroes but i know you've met a lot of really cool nice people the dale murphy 
story is uh, he's best guy ever great guy and then you're like okay is it really is it too good to be true and then you meet him and it's like oh okay that's why everybody says this uh just seems like a really genuine guy had time for everybody out there adults kids to get their picture taken autographs whatever and um they like you uh you and christy had fun out there this weekend it was a blast and i loved hearing a lot of the stories that he told too some of them were were just really fun and and you know it kind of took me back to my childhood too you know with the whole PBS thing and that was you know that was the big thing when and you know when cable first really started getting big is you know the TBS kind of made the Braves a national household name yeah um you know I, and I grew up in the Tidewater area so we had home team sports if you remember that oh, yeah. some time ago O's caps uh bullets yeah 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 so I, and I just could never get into being an Orioles fan just because I was a Mets fan and how I grew up with the AAA team. So, But with the Braves being on as much as they were, it was something that you could never ignore. Uh, you know, if you wanted to watch games, you know, you watched. If you wanted to watch your Mets, you're watching the Braves broadcast every time. Right, <laughs> right. Because, you, get, you know, you got to see the Mets play as well. Um so yeah, but meeting him, he was he was awesome. He was, I mean, as advertised. And and speaking of tweets, you know, I had tweeted out the picture of of uh, Christy and I with him and saying it was great to to meet Dale Murphy. And I, you know, I tagged him in it, and he retweeted it, and you know, re, or he replied to it. So yeah, you know, guys, just that, just little stuff like that, yeah, little things like that. You know, having a long conversation and. You know, I even told him, I said, hey, you know, in full disclosure, as soon as I met him, I'm a Mets fan. He said, that's all right. There's a Yankees fan here, too. And, you know, he welcomed all that. He's just a good old school guy. Yeah. Um, and, and kudos to Pirate Radio for putting that on and having him there because it was a great crowd at the Murphy Center. It was a great event prior to that at the VIP over at uh, at Tiebreakers. We had an all – it was just an awesome Sunday Um the only thing that would have been better is if it was a Mets Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe we can get that going sometime. Maybe a a Mookie Wilson or a yeah. You know, he did Keith Hernandez. Did make, get him in here. I asked him about being on Seinfeld. That'd be cool. Well, you know, he did. Uh, Murph did mention uh, Doc Gooden. Yeah, and you know, and having that relationship with him and talking to him, you talk about a guy that would be interesting to listen to. Oh yeah. Uh, that that I think that would be fun. Doc or Daryl Strawberry? I think those two guys, or if you could get those two guys together, can you only imagine? Their the story? stories might be a little wilder than Dale Murphy's stories, I would say, Weave. Yeah, I have to imagine they would be. Quick update on the Buccaneer Music Hall leaderboard presented by Dub Buck. Harold Varner III is even par tied for 37th, so uh, had got out to two under, uh, but now back even par. The leader sitting at seven under. Victor Hovland, Brooks Kepka has joined the top of the leaderboard and john rom seven under par so there you go in augusta we will keep an eye on hv3 this weekend yeah such a fun week i love um masters week it, it, you know if it i'm not a huge golf fan and i i do keep up with hv3 obviously because of his ties with east carolina and because he's such a cool guy uh, that I keep up with him, and especially now with this live thing and the PGA and how that's going back and forth, it's it's interesting drama. But there's there's some I always watch the Masters, love the Masters. I mean, even just watching it on TV, there's just something special about it. The only thing, the only complaint I have this year is Tiger 
is not going to be in contention of this, and they could not keep the cameras off of Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess you got one more day of that. If he doesn't make the cut, at least you won't have to worry about it Saturday, Sunday. And and that's that's kind of my whole thinking about it. It's like, well, you're only going to have to deal with it for a couple of days because he's likely not going to make the cut. Yeah. You can get down to seeing you know the guys that are going to be in contention to win this thing. We've enjoyed the sports chat, man. Uh, you have a great weekend. We'll uh, talk to you again soon. Talk more sports with you. All right. You guys have a great Easter weekend, man. You too. Thank you, buddy. There's Billy Weaver joining us. Pirate Radio Live Line on a Thursday edition of PRL. Let's take a break. When we return, we got more Pirate Baseball to talk about as another game is uh, just about underway or already underway. And uh, we'll talk about Dontres Styles and his recruitment now to East Carolina. Brian Hanks, Mr. Kinston, going to join us. What do you got, Chandler? Um, and also, I have a favor that I need to ask Shirley. I need to ask her to do something uh, later on in the show oh, yeah. as well. I know what that is, and we'll tell you what that is when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, Shirley Rhodes. Thank you very much. Chandler Honeycutt here on a beautiful Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. More ECU baseball getting underway as the Pirates win game one of the series against UCF 17 to 7. And game two of the doubleheader coming up right now. We'll keep you up to date on that. A special visitor at the baseball game today, Dontress Styles, uh, former Kinston Viking former North Carolina Tar Heel in the transfer portal, and he was out there with Mike Schwartz and the basketball coaches earlier today. And uh, for more on that, we'll talk to the dude himself, Mr. Kinston, Brian Hanks, joining us on the program today. Brian, great to have you back here on Pirate Radio. How you been doing, man? I have been doing great, man. You know, every once in a while trying to fill your seat behind the mic, uh, whether it's on the ECU baseball side or at Max R. Joyner Stadium or, uh, and, uh, you know, any of them. But, yeah, just having a great day. And the opportunity to have Don Trez come back to play right here in our backyard, dude, I got to tell you, man, it's raising a lot of eyebrows here in Kinston and Lenore County, dude. It would be awesome. And Brian was talking to Billy Weaver a moment ago and mentioned the names Jeremy Ingram. I was a big Corey Rouse fan back in the day when he made the trek from Kinston to Greenville. So it has happened before. Of course, we know the laundry list of amazing players that have gone from Kinston elsewhere. Uh, but the the idea to have one back here in Greenville would be awesome. And uh, Brian, let's talk about uh, how realistic that 
that is. You've had a chance to talk to Dontrez. You've known him. Uh, so he leaves North Carolina. And kind of where are we from there? Uh, I'm sure he's received a, a ton of interest. So uh, how has East Carolina been able to kind of be narrowed down by Dontrez and be on that list for him? I got to tell you, part of there, there's two big reasons that I think Trez could end up choosing uh, choosing ECU. The first one is is Mike Schwartz himself. Listen, no other basketball coach, and I can tell you, I've been here only 20 years. I've not spent my whole life here like uh, a bunch of folks have, but I've been here 20 years, and you know, I've been deeply involved with Kenton High School basketball and athletics. No other coach has, no other head coach in my 20 years here has visited Kenton High School. Mike Schwartz did that in his first three days that he was on the job over at ECU. He made it a point. He went to Kenton High School. He went to an open gym. He talked to Coach Perry Tindall. He hung out you know, with the coaches and talked to them and told them, listen, whatever's happened in the past is not happening anymore uh, under my administration here as head coach. That is the number one reason, and I can tell you that uh, Perry Tindall, and not that I can speak for him, but I can tell you just from conversations with him, he has been very impressed with the direction that uh, that Coach Schwartz has had, particularly in uh, relation to uh, Kenston athletes. And he did the same thing. By the way, the, that day when he went to Kenston High School, he went to Farmville Central High School on the exact same day, watched no. him have open gym. And you, when you talk to Larry Williford, he'll tell you the same thing. ECU has not been in the house for uh, Farmville Central athletes either. Well, that's number one that I think he's really shown a commitment to uh, recruiting e, uh, Eastern North Carolina. The second part of that clip is that he, uh, that Dontrez himself, and I have gotten to know him. You know, I have, I have my little radio show myself, and we have a, a, a segment of it every Tuesday called Tuesdays with Trez. So we talk to uh, Dontrez uh, every Tuesday for about 15 minutes. And uh, I can tell you this, I know his parents. I have uh, followed, I've covered him since he was a seventh grader at uh, Woodington Middle School. He's a homebody, and there's nothing wrong with that. He's the kind of guy, I mean, he is very close to his parents. He's very close to his friends who are here in Kenston. And I got to tell you, uh, that part and the first thing that I talked about, the recruiting NC hard, they have sold to Don Trez, and this is from my conversations with him, that, listen, you could be that guy, just like uh, the, to Corey Faison up at Goldsboro, that opens up that spigot from yeah. uh, Eastern North Carolina to ECU, and you could be that uh, guy that helps us make ECU a true Eastern North Carolina University and get the talent that's in, e in Eastern North Carolina over here to ECU. That is very appealing to him. He said that to me on Tuesday on the air, and I'm telling you, dude, he is uh, he's very impressed uh, with what ECU is coming at with him today, and especially being there all day for the baseball game. So what are the Pirates up against? Well, a couple of uh, pretty darn good programs. But you got to go back a little ways, but you think about the 80s and NC State winning the championship, the power that was Georgetown, and still big names uh, in the basketball world. But what they do have now uh, certainly is – charismatic coaches you look at ed cooley and it almost feels like he might turn that thing around overnight uh brian will see uh up there in georgetown and then kevin keats known for his recruiting ability known for getting great players here in the east right brian with um baby t uh terquavion so uh that's what the pirates are up against who else is uh do you know who else is in the running uh for don trez's talents uh right now along with georgetown east carolina and nc state Absolutely. Uh, on Tuesday, he said the University of South Carolina is in really, really strong with him, and he's impressed. He actually knows, I guess, from playing uh, uh, AAU ball with CP3. 
there's a couple of players that play for South Carolina that were his former teammates mm-hmm. that uh, they're, they're recruiting him hard to Columbia in South Carolina. Clemson was in real hard on him in his initial recruiting. So, uh, But if I had to put like a ranking, I don't know if that's where you were going with this, Cliff, but uh, I would say right now it is State and ECU kind of neck and neck right now. And I need to throw this in too, dude. Uh, there are a lot of Pirate Club members right here in Kinston and Lenore County, and I'm not going to throw any names out there, but I, I can tell you this because I know because I've been called by them. Uh, they are putting together NIL packages for him, and the word is out that, listen, whatever state is offering, whatever Georgetown is offering, even throw South Carolina or Clemson in there, the Pirate Club is ready to match or even go beyond what these other clubs are doing, and don't get it twisted. You know, in this day and age, it, that's something that's very appealing to a to a twenty year old. Heck, it would be appealing to <laughs> folks like you and me. Right? Heck yeah, <laughs> yeah. That twenty year old. What about a forty one year old sitting right here? <laughs> Brian Hanks joining us on the show today, and um, yeah, looking forward to that decision. And like I said when we were getting you on the show, Brian, I don't know if it's going to go the way us Pirate fans wanted to go, but cool to see him at the ball game today, um, getting a real shot and. I don't know, and, and just hearing you talk about opening doors there in Kinston, there in Farmville, bringing in the uh, Faison from uh, Goldsboro, that, that's all positive things that Pirate fans want to hear. We got such a, as you know, great backyard when it comes to youth sports, high school sports. We got to be able to take advantage of it. And, and, and you look, you got to recruit nationally as well. You got to bring in the best players possible, but you certainly want to take care of your own backyard. Sounds like Coach Schwartz is trying to do that, uh, uh, particularly in this case. Well, that's the thing that has driven me the craziest from, you know, from my time. You remember when I was a sports editor of the Free Press here in Kansas, mm-hmm. even being the editor of the newspaper and all that, and being, like I said, very intimately involved with what goes on over at Kenton High School uh, with their basketball program. It's it's blown everybody's mind, Clip. No one can understand you've got ECU 30 miles away. Damian Dunn, who was all AAC yeah. this year, has said multiple times that ECU never recruited him, never wanted him. Never, you know, he, they, his family reached out to ECU during that time, Cliff. I don't even know if you know that or not, and said, hey, we're interested in going. They didn't even return the calls. Former coaches at ECU wouldn't return the calls from a guy that ended up going to Temple and uh, is now in the transfer portal himself now, too. Well, a guy, Brian, that hit a uh, dagger three-pointer at the buzzer against East Carolina a few years later. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it, I just I could I guess that what I'm trying to say, Cliff, is I just can't understand why before Coach Schwartz. Now let me say it's completely changed where this administration is there now, and I I give them all the kudos, I give them all the love in the world, but I, it's just always perplexed me. It's perplexed the coaches that have come through Kenton High School, the fans that are, you know that follow Kenton. I'm telling you this, I'll tell you this right now, dude, and this is no hyperbole. If Dontrez signs with ECU. You're going to sell an extra 600 to 700 season tickets just right there. You're going to go. I don't know what the attendance is for ECU games. I'm imagining in the you help you would know better than me, Cliff. When the 1500, 1700 range per game, I guess is that a a good guess? Uh, yeah, yeah, something around there, maybe. Yeah, 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 probably probably right around there. 1500. Yeah. Dude, you're gonna you're you. I wouldn't say double. I'm not going to be hyperbolic, <laughs> but dude. You're going to have an extra 500, 700, 800 fans a game, including Brian Hanks, who will buy a season, buy two season tickets to go and uh, watch Trez play for uh, the Purple and Gold. 
Brian Hanks joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line, talking a little hoops. We'll talk some baseball as well. I know we got some folks from the Wood Ducks coming to join us next Tuesday right here on Pirate Radio Live. And it is that time of year, Brian, with baseball getting cranked up in the major leagues and the minor leagues. And I know you're fired up for another year of uh, Woody's baseball at Historic Granger Stadium. Oh, I totally am. Now, let me tell you this. I have stepped back. I, uh, I'm no longer the uh, public address announcer for uh, the Wood Ducks. I, uh, five years was enough for me, and besides, I'm helping you guys out some. Or not you guys, but helping ECU out up yeah. in Greenville some. And I just needed some nights off. Now, I'm a season ticket holder. I bought two season tickets for uh, the Wood Ducks this year. But I can tell you, dude, the buzz is all around town. The two biggest things what you want to talk about right here. Dontrez up at uh, Greenville, man. Social media has been amazing on Twitter. Everybody set putting their pictures on Twitter and on Facebook of Trez up there. The second part is the signs are out all over the place. Game night tonight at Historic Granger Stadium and just some great giveaways over the first three games of the season, too. And everybody's fired up about baseball here in Kinston. They're fired up about Trez potentially heading to uh, ECU also. Brian Hanks joining us. Uh, you're an awesome guest. You're an awesome host, Brian. So uh, give yourself a plug. Tell everybody what you got going on. Hey, listen, I'll make it simple. Go to brianhanks.com. That's all you need to do if you go to brianhanks.com. Uh, our signal doesn't really reach into your into, against your market, but it's 960 The Bull, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m., 960thebull.com, or go to brianhanks.com for all our archive shows, and you can check it out there. And, uh, dude, I got to get you. Will you come on my show? Uh, 100%. Absolutely. Just name Yeah, let me know. I love it, man. I love it. But, uh, no, man, thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on here. And I got to tell you, now, like I said, right now, it's State and ECU. I think yeah. Georgetown and I – listen, Trez finished number three in his class. Uh, he's a academic. He is a student. When you say student athlete, he is a true student athlete. So, I think yeah. the Georgetown thing is maybe him just scratching that itch of, uh, you know, with it being such a great academic institution, I think that's why he's going to visit there. But okay. I got to tell you, man, it's and- the State and ECU. And you've got a lot of Pirate Club – listeners dude tell you pirate club fans to uh, support that nil initiative and let's get trez over in greenville and did i read uh correct me brian did announcement sunday maybe or, or what do you know about that yeah he is initially that's what he said okay. this past weekend and today is now thursday but he said he's going to shoot for thursday or shoot for sunday okay Remember on my show on tuesday he said that is not a hard hard deadline right get okay. to sunday and he's not made a decision yet. He'll stretch it into next week. Okay, 10-4. Brian, great stuff, man. Thank you for joining us as always. We'll uh, catch up with you again soon. Hey, clip it. You know it's my honor. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> All right, there's the dude, Brian Hanks. Uh, he, he's got too much energy for me, uh, that guy. And his show starts at 7 a.m. He's just uh, a nonstop ball of energy, uh, but an awesome guest and a really great guy. Love uh, talking to Brian Hanks, who's fired up. Uh, for the potential of a, uh, a Kinston Viking being an East Carolina Pirate in Dontrez Styles. All right, Shirley Rhodes, let's open up the Boote bag. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. When I was a kid, the Redskins had a defensive tackle, number 93, Mark Boote. I love that name. What do we got in the Boote bag today? Well, we mentioned uh, the Down East Wood Ducks. How about a pair of tickets to a Down East Wood Ducks dude. baseball game? Dude, really? Dude. You can dude. go see the dude. Don't get it twisted, dude. See the dude, Brian Hanks. That's on the line right now, 317-1250. What caller? 
I am going to go with collar 12. All right, Pirates scoreless uh, as they head to the second inning. You can go see some Woody's baseball on Pirate Radio. We'll take a break, come back, more to go, PRL, after these words. This is Aaron Williams with Ease Plumbing. This is Mike Hoggart with Viva Electric. No, no, notorious, notorious. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And congratulations to Steve Hill. Picked up a pair of tickets to a Down East Wood Ducks baseball game. Baseball is back in Kinston. Of course, opening day is today for a lot of minor league teams. And uh, you can get your single game tickets and check out all the fun promotions planned this season right now at woodducksbaseball.com. Go Woodies. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. No score between the Pirates and UCF as they head to the bottom of the second. Uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, and I hate to read this tweet Uh from Patrick Mason, but uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward, according to Patrick Mason, and I was watching this, half watching while I was talking to Brian Hanks. I didn't see exactly what happened. Maybe uh, y'all did, but uh, Patrick Mason says, Jacob Jenkins Coward fouled a pitch off his groin and uh, was being looked at. So he was looked at in the box uh he then reached second base after a base hit and they went out and looked at him again and i believe left him in but then when the in yeah when the inning ended uh he did not go out in the field so riley johnson went out to center field carter cunningham moved to right so just an update there and uh and hope he's okay but uh he has exited the game game two with uh, East Carolina right now and UCF scoreless in the bottom of the second inning. Uh, yeah, I I missed what happened and they didn't replay it. Um, all I saw was he being, you know, him down on the ground yeah. and uh, at home plate and it took him a long time to get up. And so I thought maybe he got drilled in the ribs and was having difficulty breathing. But um, And then I, I did see uh, the trainers come out when he made it to second base and you know and then go back off the field so um hopefully this is more precautionary than anything else because you know you don't want to lose a guy like jc as as well as he's been hitting the ball you don't want to lose this guy you know uh for an extended period of time and by the way we mentioned this east carolina run rules ucf in game one and we talked about the play but i don't think i put two and two together East Carolina won game one on a walk-off strikeout. Yeah. When things are going good, they're going good. When uh, things are going your way, uh, they strike out, and the ball gets by the catcher, and that's how they win the game. So uh, you don't see that too often in the game of baseball. All right. um, Chandler, 
first of all do you have anything you would like me to do i just want you to sit right there and enjoy this okay uh, would you got anything you would like shirley to do uh, well it's funny you asked that hey shirley do me a favor my head's not big enough for this thing well you know what is big enough <laughs> <laughs> You want to know what is big enough? Well, right into that bad boy. You backed right into that one. Yeah, you did. Speaking of backing it up, how about you back that fat truck up? Back it up, girlfriend. Back it up. So creepy. 36, 24, 36. Mm -hmm. Only if she's 5-3. When you hear that sound, folks, that means it's time to count it down. Count it down to what for the people that might just be tuning in, never heard of Pirate Radio Live, never heard of Pirate Radio, don't know what this segment is about. We are counting down to ECU football. It is that time. ECU plays Michigan to start the 2023 campaign. It is in Ann Arbor, in the big house, and that is going to be 149 days away until we kick it off against the Wolverines. And now people are probably like, God. I don't want to wait that long. 149 days. I know that the days are getting, you know, smaller and smaller, but can we see the Pirates play soon? Uh, yes, very soon. In fact, in two days, when ECU plays ECU in the spring game, the Purple Gold spring game. Yes, there is not going to be all the festivities surrounding that uh, spring game. It will be in a uh, be later on this month in April. But there will be – we're having a freaking game. We're having a freaking spring game. And it's going to be on Saturday, 11 o'clock kickoff. So 149 days away until ECU versus Michigan. And then two days away until ECU versus ECU, purple versus gold, and the ECU purple gold pigskin pig out spring game. So we're having a freaking all, game. That is going to be – that is all on the David Price Construction Countdown to Kickoff. Yeah, ECU Football Countdown to Kickoff brought to you by David Price Construction, run by ECU alum David Price. David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. You can call them today, 919-291-5532, or visit online, davidpriceconstruction.com. For all your commercial or custom residential and building needs, David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Hey, Ernie. Ernie, uh, Ernie I just hit another home run. Ernie, <laughs> Ernie, I just hit another home run. I dumped it over the right field fence. Second one in this week. I jacked that sucker. Well, I was about to say, is it me or does ECU hit a lot of triples? Because Alec Makarevich just hit a triple off the center field wall. I look back up and Shaq, Joey Barini. Ernie has just pulled one over the right field wall and it is east carolina two ucf zero and whatever wheaties they ate on tuesday has continued over into thursday the pirate bats are smoking right now Woof. yeah speaking of smoking uh ryan mccrystal just laced one down the right field line it is foul however but great to see shack just with a lot of power this week we saw it earlier in the week against nc state we see it right there uh he had a three-run home run uh earlier in the week against state and then a two-run home run there speaking of foul balls hitting off your body we were talking about jjc mccrystal takes one right off the leg but it seems like he's gonna be all right but uh speaking of chandler saying speaking of a lot we got to take a break 
Speaking of this and speaking of that. <laughs> you can get with this or you can get bat. with that. Let's get our final break in. We'll come back, get ready to wrap it up on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Pirates 2, Night Zero on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. We wrap it up after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Let's take a quick look at uh, your stock market for today. As, uh, well... If I can get it to pull up here. See, do, 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 do. Okay, here we go. All right, so it was, as far as the Dow goes, uh, it only jumped two points today, closed out at 33,485. The NASDAQ was up nine points at 12,087, and the S&P was up 14 points and finished out the day at 4,105. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Stock Market Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Uh, Wells Fargo Advisors, uh, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Fun show today. Thanks for Brian Hanks, Brandon Manning, Billy Weaver, LRB joining us. Shirley, thank you for putting another great game of Name That Sound together. My first L. I got to wear it and just come back stronger uh, next week. That's all I can do at this point. I'll be back with you Friday, 3 o'clock, all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. For Shirley Rhodes, the man of Chan, I am Clip Rock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.